All right, everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday show. My name is Ultra David. We're doing things a little bit differently today. With me are James Chen and Tupperware. What's going on, folks? How's it going, everybody? Can you center yourself I'm in that frame, fucko? I'm moving. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling oh, great. This way. Okay, there we go. No, I'm I'm tired. I've been up early. Just did about, what is it, like six or seven hours of commentary and now here i am Woo! okay Woo! Let's do this. so because james was doing soul caliber six commentary the entire day for oh, the evo side stuff this yeah. way yes oh i'm supposed to go this way i was yes. going oh, wrong so way. because he was doing that he <laughs> uh he wasn't able to prepare for <sighs> doing the show so i'm actually the one streaming this is actually from my house this is my house baby this is where I, i'm the one streaming today i get to call the shots if I say that the stream's over, the stream's over. It's all up to me. I like it. I like this position. Stream's all right. Just chill yeah, here. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> uh, so what I we're going to do today here. is talk about these topics that you can see on the side here. Wow, even this is easier when I'm the one who's actually streaming. That's bizarre. Uh, Valve unveils the, stream de the Steam Deck. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Guilty Gear Strive DLC character and watch live as it happens. And give our commentary. Live about reaction that. videos. Live. Uh, we got a guest on, DJ Cream, who's going to be talking about uh, tournaments coming up. We have five five matchups for you. We're going to be talking about the Smash Summit and a whole bunch of other stuff, too. We have a big mailbag as well because somebody screwed up last time and didn't put in a bunch of the mailbag questions and they carried it over to this one. So good job, whoever that was. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Unclear. All right, but let's begin by talking about. This first topic, nailed it! Right here, let's talk about the Valve making a handheld PC, kind of. It's kind of I what mean, happened. This is, I mean, I just want to just throw this in here. I'm super proud of my overlays, that it was so easy to transfer over for David to be able to do this. I'm, like, super happy about that. That makes me kind of stoked. <laughs> if you're a streamer out there and you want a full overlay experience, contact James Chen at JC Hensor on Twitter. Dude, I did a bunch of stuff for uh, TTG Ruiz, a.k.a. the Thirsty Games, for his Teppin tournaments. And he go. ran a Teppin tournament this last weekend, and he was like, that is the easiest it's ever been for me to run the Tekken tournaments. Because he James. could just he could pick which heroes they were using, and it would automatically update the picture on his layout and everything like that. And it's pretty sick. So. <laughs> no, it really is nice, dude. I got to say, yeah, it's, it's very easy to use. I, I really do like it a lot. It's nice. Good work. Good work. Okay. All nice. right. Let's let's start talking about this. So the Steam Deck, uh, Valve announced this over the past week. It's basically a handheld PC. It's a handheld gaming console, kind of, and it kind runs of. it runs Steam OS, uh, but it can run anything. It can run Windows if you'd prefer it to do that. But it you know comes right. with Steam, um, and it has a 720p screen. Uh, I think exactly it's 1280 by 800. It's seven inches, 60 hertz. Uh, it's like about the size of a Switch, more or less, physically speaking. There are three models. There's a 64 gig one that's running on eMMC drive. Then they got 256 gigs and 512 with an NVMe SSD. There's also a micro SD card slot. Uh, it's got a USB-C out as well. So if you'd like to put it in a dock, you can do that. There's a bunch of docks that are already available. Uh, unlike James, who's not. Uh, okay, now he's back. Uh, your, your camera cut out. Oh, did my camera cut out? No, you're good now. You're, you're good all now. You're good, good now. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, you're set. So, so if you if you have a, a dock, you can 
use it with this. Uh, they're going to have their own at some point as well, but they just they said it can work with anything. So if you'd like to play it on a monitor or with a keyboard or with a joystick or whatever it is, then, then you can do that. Uh, apparently not every game works with this. Uh, most do, the vast majority do, but ones that are built with some anti-cheat stuff that work specifically on Windows apparently don't. Oh, nice. Okay, but okay. Uh, Valve says but... that they're going to be working on that stuff and, you know, no, like, set word, but, like, seems likely that they'll fix that and that that'll be, you know, ready to go by the time that they're going to actually sell this, uh, which is not for a little while. Uh, they actually put up um, uh, pre-orders. Did you guys get any? Are you interested in this? Uh, I mean... I don't need to spend $700 on a portable gaming system. That's <laughs> kind of how I feel about that. With <sighs> built-in, not-removable controller, and it looks very clunky, and the battery life said from two to eight hours, yeah. which I'm assuming means if I'm playing any modern game, I'm going to get about two hours of battery life. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I, 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 don't, I, don't, I just don't have a need for it. I mean, I'm already playing all of my games on the Switch anyway, right? I have no extensive PC collection of games, so it's not it's not uh, a, a must-have for me. So uh, I haven't reserved it yet. Plus, I mean, I just it's just uh, extra expense that I don't need at this point in time. So yeah, I didn't try to get one either. I do play on PC a lot. And I play on Switch also. Like, I really like the Switch. It's very convenient for me to hold and play on. Um, and, yeah, I but I primarily play on PC. So I feel like I actually would be pretty good. Like, like I'm, like, the person that they're trying to get to use this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't. The biggest reason is just that, like, I'm, I'm rarely an early adopter when it comes to new technology. Right. Yeah. Uh, there's just like commonly issues, and I don't know what the issues are going to be, or even if there are going to be any. But like pretty commonly, there are issues with new big things like this. So I'll wait to see, and and I totally could see myself buying this eventually. But as far as like right away, um, I don't think that it's for me. I think there's there are other interesting discussions though, and and this is like exactly timed with the discussion that we've been having lately, including just last week. There is like exactly timed uh, about whether or how fighting game tournaments can be on PC, right? It's like right immediately after that discussion came around again, Valve was like, "All right, it's time <laughs> to drop this thing." <laughs> Uh, and then now we have a universal uh, standardized portable PC that uh, costs at least a known amount in uh, all the different groups. Can I mean, especially, too, if you're a company like Gaming Generations, like I'm not sure if a lot of people are aware of this, but Gaming Generations is the group that actually every most of the big tournaments rent their consoles from. Gaming Generations gets a guy, drives a big old truck to wherever in the United States that they need it to go, and uh, they set up everything. If they just set up a bunch of these Steam, you know, consoles here or PCs, uh, what is it called? The the Steam Deck, the Steam Deck. The deck if they just yeah. yeah, if they just set up a bunch of these Steam decks, that's perfect, right? I mean, that'll be really good. Uh, for being able to do that. Now, how practical that is, you saw a bunch of people coming up with all these different systems. Arturo was testing out Brook adapters for the controller so that there would only be one thing plugged into the machine and everything plugs into the Brook adapter, etc., etc. 
So, I mean, it looks like it could actually be a possibility. Uh, the problem still is going to be cost. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have these PS4s that work perfectly fine for the majority of our games. Uh, ready well, to go. And like I said, the, the interesting thing is if Gaming Generations is the one that sets it up and you rent it from right. them. No, no, I mean, right. I understand that, but I... Right. The more you have to rent from them, the more it costs. Right. Yeah, so yeah. you're going to need PS4s. You're going to need Switches. You're going to need whatever consoles you need. And then you need Steam Deck. And then you don't even need just the Steam Deck. You need a Steam Deck mm-hmm. with a dock. And you don't need just the Steam Deck. You need at least the middle grade Steam Deck because the 64 gigabyte one with embedded memory or uh, embedded storage, I should say, uh, it doesn't. You, you could install like two fighting games on it. <laughs> and some of them don't even work at the moment, which hopefully they would fix. But, you know, if it launched tomorrow, there's games that don't even work on it right now. So it's not like an all-in-one solution. A lot of our games are on PC, and a lot of the games have great ports on PC. But if you can't install all of them onto the Steam Deck at the same time, that's a terrible solution. It doesn't yeah. work that way. So if mm-hmm. I'm a TO right now, or say a year from now, Steam Deck is out, and it's great. Everyone loves it. If I'm a TO, and it's going to cost me more money to order Steam Decks, there's no way in hell I'm going to pay the extra money for Steam Decks, but I can get the PS4s, and the tournament can run tournament standard on console the same way it always has been. Now, if you take cost out of the equation, and it works perfectly, and the dock doesn't cost that much, and it's easy to go, and then sure, we could switch to PC, but like it still seems limited Right. And it's not it's not yeah, practical it's, anytime soon. It's not soon. practical. It's not practical, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I have a similar opinion. Yeah, like I I'm definitely down with the idea of trying. Like I'm not, obviously not yeah, opposed I'll, to play I'll, on console. Try, like neither sure. are you. Like we've been playing Strive on PC. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So that's so, that's what I play Strive on too. Yeah, 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 yeah. we've all, we all been playing on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that would be great because that, that's what we're used to. But even if Everything does go right, and yeah, we'll see if that happens. But even if everything does go right, I also hesitate to make Tournament Standard a system that not as many people do have. Uh, a lot of people are playing fighting games on PC nowadays, but like it's not the majority still for the most part. Um, it does seem like a lot of people are playing Strive on PC in particular, but yeah. but for other games, it's like not at all the, the majority. It's the, it's the small minority. Um, so I, you know, should, should we make people have to go through that expense if they want to play on tournament standard system? I just, I'm, I hesitate that. And this is, right. I, I think this is something that I would say too, if it's PS5 or Xbox series, whatever, um, <laughs> because we, we have, we have had these same conversations. Like what if tomorrow all these new games are coming out fighting games for, for those, but they're also available on PS4. Well, mm. PS4 should remain the tournament standard because, like, why would you make everybody pay all this more money, even if they could get a PS5 <laughs> or whatever? You know, right. why, why, why do that? You, you limit yeah. how many people can be playing. It's, I just, I'm hesitant to do that. So, in in the future, maybe not like next year, maybe in a couple of years, we can see the situation. Maybe more people are just adopting PC anyway. At that point, totally right. possible. Um, but I think, I think that's my concern ultimately. Is like. I, I don't want to price people out of playing fighting games, especially in tournaments. Agreed. Both on the organizing side, and you're right to talk about gaming gen, for majors, they're really important. But for locals, 
it's not something that's even even smaller right. regionals can't afford to hire <laughs> you know gaming gen they're right. expensive yeah rightfully so but you know they, they yeah. do a lot of good work for sure but yeah it, it does cost money so for for smaller events that's not as viable and then so it's it's the tur- it's the organizers and it's also the people who um who could be playing but you know the tournament standard is not on the system that they have you know, I mean, we've been in a situation before where people are playing on the non-tournament standard. That happened in the 360 and PS3 days, but that was not ideal right. either. So if we can avoid that, yeah. I think I'd rather avoid that. My ideal world is, yeah, we're all playing on the PC. Like, that's I would prefer it, for sure. Yes. If I didn't have to yes. turn on my PlayStation anymore or whatever console it is to play fighting games, awesome. For me, great. Um, I'm just, I continue to feel like I'm not sure that that's actually the situation that we find ourselves in, even with the steam deck but i'm i'm open to it of course uh and you know what's funny is i feel like tubbler and i were talking about this uh i feel like it's not like we're not the only people who are like oh yeah this this could be interesting the people at valve are thinking about that like they put out that picture of not just like here's two people playing on on controllers playing strive or playing whatever random game you know street fighter maybe if it's the popular Uh one no they're playing the latest game on a hitbox and whatever the other one some other fancy choice (laughs) it was an arcade yeah 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 yeah. like they they are marketing towards this for sure and Uh, yeah they they knew what they were they actually they actually mentioned fighting in tournaments too yeah they knew what they were doing yeah i feel like somebody works for them and is on the inside they're in fgc twitter they they knew what was up for sure somebody in the chat just said the guy who has been answering a lot of the questions about steam deck is a street fighter 5 player there you go there you go that dude oh no way that's hilarious yeah he's been on a lot of the media talking about the the steam deck he actually plays on hitbox even you you absolutely called it dude that's exactly now obviously it's not like they they timed this announcement to be like oh fgc is talking about it here's our announcement like obviously that's not the case but since they had that announcement, and since there has been that discussion point in the FGC, yeah, they have been specifically, you know, targeting mm-hmm, fighting in mm-hmm. tournaments, which I think is brilliant, um, super cool. Again, like I'm, I'm definitely down with the idea of playing on computer, playing on PC. Uh, I think, I think I just need to see more and like be more sure yeah, that course. more people yeah. would be okay with playing on it too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else to say on? The Steam Deck. Um, that side button's really weird, but you know. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't talk about the actual controller part of it that it comes with. Yeah, yeah. So it it has, <laughs> so it has uh, this layout where like the the joystick or whatever it's called is actually parallel to the to the buttons too, which is a little bit unusual. Mm-hmm. And then there's also Steam's uh, the Steam controllers. Like little touchpad dealy on the front like as well, trackpad kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then the back has multiple like little I don't know. These oh, does it? Buttons. Oh, triggers. Yeah, it has triggers on the back. Yeah, on the top and also for Definitely your. Definitely like, has triggers on the back. Yeah, so it's got a lot of stuff going on there. Hmm. But you know, I mean, okay. if you're gonna have a controller that's supposed to emulate PC where people are used to keyboard, then that makes sense. You could probably want a lot of different stuff on there for options and, and whatnot. Right. And uh, even on the yeah. mouse, right? I mean, how many gaming mice have like 900 buttons yeah. on them these days, right? So, yeah, but only nerds use those. Oh, yeah. I, is, are you setting up how fancy your mouse is? That's exactly what you're doing. No, it? I don't have that many oh, buttons okay. on mine. Okay. It's pretty standard. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I guess that's it for the Steam Deck. 
moving on to the next one. Sure. Moving on to the next one. Boop. Nice. Nailed it. All right. Well, <laughs> that's all James. That's all absolutely all James. Yeah, I just pressed a button right now. Woo. Shout outs to me and the button pressing. Uh, we're going to be talking about and also watching the announcement for the next character right. in Strive. Um, in 10 minutes, right? In 10 minutes, yeah. So I wanted to make yeah, sure yeah, that yeah. we like got that set up well enough in advance, you know, so we got a little bit of time to mm-hmm. pontificate mm-hmm. here. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on like what you want to see, which characters you want to see, what, or maybe even what you expect? And also, if people in the chat like know, because I don't know if there's been a leak or whatever. I'm trying not to pay attention to that stuff. Yeah, if you do, please, please don't put that in the chat. We'd rather not see that. Yeah, yeah, no spoilers, nerds. Yeah, but I mean, for me, I didn't know it was like I came in thinking it was gonna be like jam, right? Like, or that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, oh, here, like they're just gonna. But apparently, they officially said it's a brand new character or something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I think in one of the developer updates, they said that the first DLC character is a brand new playable character. Oh, so no returning character. So I, I, if if I didn't have the information, I would I would assume it would be like Elfelt, a right. very popular character from Exerd to get right. more players from Exerd to play, and Lost Soul can do some free marketing for them, and you know <laughs> stuff like that. But I, I, mean, I, I, I'm hoping, I don't, so I'm hoping for Gold Lewis Dickinson. Everyone's hoping for Gold Lewis Dickinson, but I don't think he'll be the first character. I think he'll be like the third or fourth. Now, did you see that parody? Yeah. Gold Lewis Dickinson. Yes. That was so well done and genius. genius. Like the way that it even matched like the pacing of an actual trailer, you know, showing a dust combo and not, like making up his his super dude that video was amazing was cool. actually i love that definitely video. funny super sick yeah. uh but, but I, I, mean, I i i think it'll be happy chaos that's my guess why are you happy guessing chaos? happy chaos because happy chaos is a new playable character and they're cool as shit okay. so okay do you know anything about either of these two characters because i have happy chaos has yet. guns Okay. Heavy Chaos has revolvers. Okay. And looks absolutely insane. Like looks like I don't want to say like the Joker, but it has that like crazy eyed look, from what I remember. And then Old Gold Lewis Dickinson, Dickinson was in the, he was in the background of Exert eating and he was the hamburger man eating eating the hamburgers. So he's a big fat dude with white hair. And he has a casket that has an alien from Area 51 that he throws over his shoulder and he hits people with it. Now, that only we found out in this game story mode. Yes. Last yeah. game, the only thing he was was a dude in the background eating burgers. I don't know what his role. I don't know what his role is in the story because I haven't seen uh, Strive story mode yet. So I don't know what he does. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, but he definitely has an alien in a coffin, in a sarcophagus, attached to the chain that I've seen clips of him swinging that thing around. So, uh, and he has he's the greatest the secretary name of all time. Of, what's that? He has the greatest name of all time. Oh. I mean, it's pretty Gold good. Lewis Dickinson. It's what, pretty good. How do they think of that? <laughs> he's the secretary of defense, is of what people defense? are saying. Dude, it's funny. In in our accent, when you say defense, or se- people usually say secretary of defense. But when you say secretary right. of defense, I'm thinking like he's the secretary of like blocking it out. He's going to have right. sick defense. 
I think of like football stadiums. Defense. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be, I'd be cool either way. I, I don't have any knowledge of the story, so I mean, story reasons are not things I'm going to be able to speak to. I've seen both of those characters. I mean, they're like in the intro to the game. Like they're obviously oh, going to be. Happy good. Chaos is the character who has the who has the thing that Jacko has over her head. Yeah, that's been in the trailers and stuff. Yeah. He's like the, I guess he's like the evil version of Jacko or something like that. that so That would be Whatever. sick, dude. If there was if Jacko style was in this game, what an interesting character. Well, Jacko might be DLC too cuz she's big in the story as well. Right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, story man. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm. I haven't cool. seen it. I just read. Sure, I, you can come clean. Um, I, I, I would be cool either way. I mean, I'm in it to zone and to grapple, and I guess I think it's likelier that Gold Lewis Dickinson is gonna be one of those two, if not <laughs> definitely at least one of them. Uh, but other than that, like, I, you don't really know. And and in in the Guilty Gear series, there are plenty of characters who are like not the the big body who are all who are command grabs right. and do other interesting stuff so it feels like happy chaos would be a good choice because valentines have always been kind of like one of the new characters in exert and such and happy chaos is one of the valentines as well so there you go. Uh, along with ramlethal and elfelt right so um Maybe, but he also, I don't know what his role is in the story, but he looks like kind of like a boss character or something. Uh, I don't know. People can confirm or something like that. I mean, this picture that I'm looking at literally says Happy Chaos Valentine. Like, Wait, so I don't know. If he, I'm just looking at a picture that I found on the web, basically. But if the he is a major, I mean, maybe. I have no idea. I, have no idea. I, I mean, but. If he is a major boss, I feel like that they would want to save him for a little bit later or something like that. No way. Drop him right away. Give us the hype. Speaking of, we have like, what, four minutes, right? Yeah, I mean, David has the thing on the thing. Maybe we should just switch over to that in case I start a little bit early. Ooh, transitions. Check it out. Yeah. You did this on your own here. I did do this. That's right. On his own? Oh, this is all by my design, I'll have you know. Actually, he had a large role to play in it. That's true. That's true. Thanks, David, for giving credit where credit's due. Absolutely. But yeah, <laughs> I, I would love to see Gold Lewis. I would love to see Happy Chaos. A lot of people want to see that man. I don't really care to see that man. Not, I just don't feel not like a character he would I'm interested fit in. in as a character, to be honest with you. like I feel like... Would well, you want him playable? Isn't he supposed to be like that man? Very you know powerful. I mean? like, very is, powerful. Is he, is he yeah, not, but so is Soul Bad he, Guy. Does he even fight? Does that man supposed to fight? I don't even know, I don't know. actually. I don't know anymore. No. But either way, I think that Arxis has proven they can make characters interesting. Right. <laughs> now, yeah. here's the Fair other enough. question. I'm not worried about that. Here's the other question. Uh,. Uh, like the the server's going offline soon or whatever, blah blah blah. Like there's going to be a maintenance. Do you feel like there's going to be any balance changes, or do you think they're going to night? Is the is the night like right now? Oh, is it is it down right now? No, that's what I thought you were saying that the servers were coming down. I was just like, what are you talking about? You confused. They me. are coming down soon. 
I can't remember when they said. I mean, it looks like someone looks like Cone in the chat says two thirty. Oh, the maintenance was, the maintenance yesterday. was yesterday. There you uh, go. Okay, okay, got it, got it. Okay, I, I just so no, I don't think there'll be a patch. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't think that there will be anyway. I think that's going to be a ways off, regardless. And I mean, maybe well, they, they, I, maybe when the character rumors, actually comes out, they're going to have. I've heard rumors patch. that this character is supposed to launch very soon. Oh yeah, so they're gonna reveal that. That's that's the that's the only rumor I heard. I haven't heard who it is yet, but I, I have. I have heard that reasons. it comes out soon. Huh. That might be one of the reasons why they decided to do the server maintenance. Maybe the character comes out sooner than we even expect. That would be dope. I would love a character available now. Yeah, that would be super great. sick. Yeah. Yeah, that would be dope. We would be like, all right, everybody, it's been a good stream. <laughs> Just yeah. go, go play. <laughs> oh, am I kidding? I'll go play May. Yeah, yeah, you're going to stick with May regardless. That's true. I mean, and that's I mean, all I see in the freaking uh, Arx's chat was. That's, what, that's all they should see. I, I mean, I'll probably still cool. stick with Axel. I. I I'm open to the idea of playing other characters, but I just want to feel like more comfortable with this character first. And I, I still think that there are things that I need to learn and get better with. Well, I mean, obviously with Axel, uh, before I do that. So at some point I, I will branch out, but probably not yet. You're better with Axel already. We're waiting. <laughs> I'm, I'm not terrible. I'm okay, not great you, though, you, That's for you, sure. Get, you're the best already. There's so many good Axels, though. Axel really is having a good time. I mean, it feels like every okay. tournament you watch, he's in what top What an underrated or, character. Uh, super underrated. Yeah, I highly super agree. Super underrated. I don't know he's, why anybody's underrating so him. Yeah, he's won a lot of tournaments, and people still rating him as, like, a lower character, and it's, yeah. like, very weird. I think it's weird, too. But, again, I don't, like, people also rate Eno low, and I feel like Eno's pretty strong as well, you know? That's because you play uh, Potemkin. I mean, maybe she's yeah, not I'm bad, a... but Axel's like definitely good. He's like yeah, affirmatively Axel's good. For someone, sure, good. Someone actually. Oh, here, told we go. Me. here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Subject file 2534. Speech level intelligence confirmed. Preparing to capture. Okay, this is what channel is this? This is Arxis, right? Gold Lewis Dickinson! It's there it! Yep. <laughs> They did it? There's no way I thought this would happen. I was the... Oh, yeah. okay. You want to know what's in this coffin? Aliens? <laughs> He's gigantic. Ridiculous. He's so slow. Let me explain. Huh? He's huge. You're the alien. He's the anti-air. What? Sorry. I haven't taught my buddy She has a Gatling gun? Dude, it's sunglasses with. Oh, that's so sick! He's shooting a laser. I heard people were uh, mad about the Gatling, so they gave him a Gatling. Literally a Gatling, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yo, he's Arcanus gigantic. Arcanus with the available now. July 27th. Okay, pretty soon. That's a week, a week from today. Okay, then August, next character. And then an additional story is coming, too. Go back. Too. I will. Go I will. back. Yeah, I will. It's on YouTube, so we can just replay it real fast. Okay. Now, are they going to do anything else, or is that it? Is that it? Let's let's find out. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay, okay, that's fine. Thank you for right. watching. Yeah, that, I mean, that's yeah, that's expected. Cool with me. Run All it right. back. I'm absolutely going to run it back. Yeah, I know. We need to see this, and and you can put it at 25% speed and stuff okay. like that if you really. Uh, sure. 
50 percent. 50 yeah oh although i'm gonna mute that because that's wild <laughs> do not enter it says on the coffin he's got an alien coffin what's the deal on the story mode that's nah, a horseshoe <laughs> The Secretary of Absolute, Absolute. Defense. Absolute defense. Absolute okay. defense. Okay. Actually, let let me play this at regular speed because I just want to get a sense of how slow these moves are because they look pretty slow to me. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We can run it back. I mean, we got time. We can run it back. Don't, for, don't forget the J and K and L for going forward and back. What's that? <laughs> you want to know what's in this coffin? Alien. <laughs> oh, so that was an overhead. Oh, uh, that's explain. why it was so slow, I think. The collector. Huh? I love it. He right. knocks on the coffin. It's so Bring it on out. The alien Sorry, is attacking and unleashing things. The alien punches as well. Yeah, the alien is the coffin the Gatling? Was the coffin the Gatling? Uh, we'll the go back and look. It's Okay. Explain. Don't be ridiculous. Heck, dude, this character okay, is look at wild. look at how slow these moves are, though. It's not a big like he's gonna what's have that? to look at that. You want to know what's in this coffin? I mean, probably that one looks like an over and Faust stood to block. Faust that. stood to block it. It's, you're you're absolutely yeah. right about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. On this now, uh, yeah, dude, Faust I, definitely I, stood to block that. And then there's something afterward, and I just so like probably this? overhead in a follow up. Wait, what's the length of JK and L? Oh, 10 seconds. Too far, too far. 10 seconds, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. Yep, stand. Oh, but it's a guard follow. break. It's their guard breaks. That was a guard break? Yeah, it's, look. Yeah, look at the animation. Okay. Boof. Oh, oh boof. yeah. Ah. You're right. You're right. Both of them. You're right. Dang. Wow. Okay, Let so even go. though he's so huge and, and big... He does have a run. Yeah, he has a yes. dash. A and run specifically. Like, oh, what look up, at this. Alien homie? Is the alien, is he trying talk. to help him light the cigar? Yeah, he is. I think that the alien okay, so is trying to help him light the cigar. And he has like a bomb. He's got a little like too. helicopter yeah. bomb or something. That's dust. That's gotta be a that's dust. dust. That's, yeah, that's his be. dust. So where the heck does that Gatling gun? Okay. No, it's not the coffin. Oh, yeah. he, oh, he pulls, pulls it, it out, out of the coffin. All right, he right. pulls it out of the coffin. It's Watch. in the coffin. Oh yeah, my that's god! That's what it looks like. And that's a super, obviously, because that caused the wall break there. Right, for sure. That was a super. And then he. No. It had to have been. It caused a wall break. Why? Yeah. What do you mean? By why? Because all supers wall break on hit if they're in the corner. Yeah, but not all things that wall break automatically are supers like heat knuckle always oh that's fair that, that looks like a super to me though that looks like the overdrive yeah imagine if you could just pull out the gatling gun anytime you wanted is what i'm saying i don't know maybe i, I mean yeah it's arches laser out of his eye like, yeah, it looks what, like what? A satellite bomb. okay that's probably a super right like there was an animation. it has to be right because it's yeah. zoomed in and then okay yeah, okay what was that it's a satellite it's a satellite Satellite. Yeah, he, he targets yeah. where the satellite shoots, basically. Right. Satellite goes... Brrr. The Secretary of Absolute Defense. Dude. Absolute Defense. That's got to be a super, too, right? That's a super for sure. Or maybe, no, 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 that maybe could be that's a win pose. Oh, win pose. That yeah. could be a win pose, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh-huh. I can't believe they started with him. I was like, there's no way. 
There's no way they start with Gold Lewis. Gold that's, that's Lewis awesome. Dickinson. All right, let's see. There was a move before that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, I wanted to see more about this. So that I don't know what answer that is. Is it 6P? That's, that's got to be 6P. And 6P? then he put out the bomb to follow up. So he's got a naturally cancelable 6P. And then maybe close slash, right? Close slash into Gatling? Or do you think that's just the move? I think it's an edit. Yeah, my... I think that was an edit. No, he just oh, no, it's not an edit. edit. Okay. Uh, but it, I don't know. Maybe that's part of the super. Maybe maybe it's not even a super. super. Maybe David is right. I think it's a special yeah. move. Yeah, it might maybe, just be a well, special. Actually, move. you know what? To be fair, but Temkin's heat knuckle also always wall breaks. Yeah, that's what David as was well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe it is just a special move that always wall breaks. Man, if that's a special move, I hope it's very slow to start up or... I mean, it looks incredibly Very negative on block. ...to start up, right? Look at yeah, that. Yeah, that might be like a counter hit only type thing. We don't know if he's a grappler because we haven't... We don't know if he has a command They only throw show one not. throw. They only show no. one throw. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that just looked like the regular throw. But this thing, look at that. It hit a lot. If you end up blocking this thing, you have to deal with the schmicks at this point, dude. Like, I mean, if look, he's if close, he... you know. Even if not, well, look how look... long it lasts. And it lasts. Yeah, he's still walking, Even after the dude. cut. Even after the cut, it was yeah. still going on. It was still mm-hmm. going. And he's got to run so he can go from probably pretty far away and, and make something happen. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it stays out if you hit him. Right. I can't believe like, I wonder the if dude the in the background out. eating the burgers is actually in this game and playable now. This is, this is like... <laughs> Seriously, that guy was like the hype dog. He was kind of like yeah, yeah. just infamous for being a funny background character. Now here he is. He's a major character, and now he's going to be playable. Like this, 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 the- this might be like if Potemkin gets two slash on you, and you're in this like you're in like the counter hit state, right? And that kind of yeah. like well, it's like, definitely a counter hit. Yeah, but I mean, like it, it might be it, that that like kind of stagger state where you get like extra right. stuff. All right. So there's a jump in which explodes. What? Oh, because yeah. of that. Because of that. Oh, the bomb. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look how uh, many hits the just... bomb does. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's like one, the most two, interesting three. thing. Yeah, it's one, two, three. So he gets the hit, sets the up the bomb. Alien just lays it out. Yeah, the alien, yeah. One, the finger two, rolls it out. One, two, three, three, and then an explosion. four, yeah. probably. Ex- no, I think it's one, two, explosion. That's what it looked like to me. Outer. Wait, he got he got launched so fast. Look at this dust. Assuming dust, he like barely charges it. No, 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 no. Look at the the yellow behind him. Yeah, but this is even on even on point two five speed. It looks like. Well, put it on regular speed. I I don't. It doesn't look that fast to me. Okay, or that slow or that fast. It looks normal. I think it's because that whole animation is him charging, opening it up, right? Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I was saying. If you look at the yellow flash, it starts way before you would think mm-hmm. the animation does. So, uh, start oh, there. You know what? See, yeah, yeah. It's being hidden in the explosion. The, the yeah, yellow yeah, part yeah, is actually yeah. hidden in the explosion. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Probably what they're trying to show people. Right, dude. Do they? There's no scene of him next to Potemkin, right? Because I just want to oh. know who's actually larger. <laughs> oh, pot. Pot's it's, gotta be. It's big. gotta be pot. But Gold Lewis might be taller. He's not as wide as Potemkin right. for sure. 
Can I call him Dickinson rather than Gold? I don't know. They're, they're both cool names. They're both cool names. I know, right? It's it's both work. Or I actually, mean, if you really want to Gold- shorten it, you could just call him Gold Dick. Let's call him Gold Dick. Let's do it. Good old I mean, Gold I just, Dick. I think it just works just calling him Gold Lewis Dickinson every single time. How <laughs> <laughs> yeah. many syllables for a name? July All right, let's 27th. check out this. Uh, this yeah, let's just yeah, okay. So you can see right here that uh, there, I guess more story is coming as well. And it's all coming in 2022. So uh, the well, it's fourth not all characters, coming in I'm sorry, the fourth character is coming in 2022. Fifth character is coming in 2022. So uh, this character is coming in and then August. And then who knows how long it'll take for character number three. But then we don't get anyone for like over half a year, basically, right? Well, I mean, so we get character Unclear. now, basically. Yeah. We get one in August. Yeah. Then it could be anywhere from September till December that we get one. And then right. we have no idea. Maybe they'll do a December, January, February release. We have no clue. Totally could be. Right. Yeah. But we get at least, you know, two more characters this year. So within the next five months, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Right. And the season pass is going to be... All five characters, the stages, another color pack, and the additional story. So there you go. Cool. That's not bad. That's a that's a good deal. He looks yeah. cool. Well, I'm not surprised about that, but he does look cool. <laughs> <laughs> he does look cool. I just I still am shocked that they went with that first. I just did not expect it. That's cool. I mean, I feel like it's just the character that everyone kind of wants to see, so I just feel like there you go. Yeah, that's that's why I thought that maybe like he'd be the third or fourth. That way you can build up to Gold Lewis. But if they're opening up with Gold Lewis Dickinson, it makes me very excited for what's coming next. That, that shows that they're really confident in what else they have. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I think. I think it shows they're yeah, super yeah. confident in what they're going to put that. together for us. I can see that. Now, I will say, though, that, you know, a lot of people will be hyped for some returning characters as well, right? So even if Jam is not your thing, Jam being like, for example, let's say Jam is the August character, everybody's going to be like super hype about that. So, well, a lot of people will be in any case, so... You uh, you really want some jam, don't you? I don't actually. I don't care about jam, but I just that's the character that I hear everybody talk about. Like whenever you hear anybody talk about uh, DLC, it always seems to be jam for some reason. Oh hey, uh, news out of nowhere! It looks like Evo has reopened registration. So if you guys missed Evo, what? Oh. Go go okay. do this right now. I'll throw it in the chat for you guys. If you missed Evo, you pro players who don't sign up on time, there you go. You have a new chance. Yeah, totally using that explosion from that bomb to hide the dust. He doesn't seem like a grappler. Great. I think that they would have showed if he yeah, was. Yeah, he's not a he grappler has, for sure. He has a grab that shows up, but... It's just... It yeah, looks that's like probably just, just a regular throw. throw. He probably yeah, just probably runs into it. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And yeah. and thinking about how some of these moves come together, he has. Hey, this, this is a. Oh, go ahead. Go he ahead. has a guard break, and he also has moves that keep you in place, right? So if you do satellite explosion or if you do bomb approach, now you're stuck there, and he has guard break, right? That seems like it could be well, pretty good. The guard break is not going to force you to get hit. Remember, you can't. Guard break doesn't mean you get hit. Right, but guard if, break means you're 
you just have to block. Basically, it, it chunks damage, and it's yeah. mm-hmm. it's unyrcable. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to hold that. So that could be good. Could could make for good pressure. And if that I mean, if that Gatling I, I feel gun like... is uh, is good, he could be good in screen control too. Like I feel like if you got him with the satellite and then did the guard break move, the guard break would hit him. The satellite would hit him, and then they'd block, and then they could YRC right away. That's what it. That feels might like be true. Yeah, though. that might yeah. be true. That's kind of how it would work, I think. Because if you guard break and then do a Roman a red Roman cancel off of it, the shockwave hits them, and then I think that's when they can actually uh, they can all of a sudden burst out of that. Yeah, I'm I'm interested. I'm interested. I'll definitely check it out. All right. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, cool. I'll, I'll mess around with him. Dude, that character. I mean, like I, I just think he looks sick. I mean, look at look at the frame that you froze him on, dude. Yeah, he like does that's look sick. Just a, it's a sick animation pose. You know what I mean? It's just really cool. You know, and, you know. I feel like to, every character in this game looks really cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. But you know, shout outs to them putting in a big like fat character but he's not like rufus and bob it's like not a big jokey thing you know what i mean like shout outs to him being big but he's still intimidating and just like really fierce and badass i think that's cool. just like old tubbleware just like <laughs> old tubbleware do you see his belt buckle no what is that? He's got like a, oh, it's like a, a it's skull like, or a yeah. cow skull or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Skull. yeah, this dude is from Texas for sure. He's got chaps I mean, on. He's got, and he's got horseshoes on his gloves. Oh, yeah, he, he does just has have horseshoes, horseshoes gloves. on his gloves. Yeah, short school yeah. horseshoe gloves, chaps. He's got chaps, yeah. Ridiculous belt buckle. Oh, he's just missing the hat, and he had the hat in Exert. So this dude is straight up. Straight up Texan. Cosplay? I don't have hair like that. I have no hair, guys. I couldn't pull that off. But the rest I could. You know, you can get wigs. Wigs are Yeah, but come on, man. They don't look they don't look that good. I'm trying to be authentic. Alright. If I if I if I cosplay Gold Lewis Dickinson, it would be the infinite burger version. And I would just post (laughs) up I would just post up with like fifty McDonald's single burgers and just chow down all day that would be my uh my dlc or my uh my dlc my uh my cosplay warning extraterrestrial do not enter and i'm really curious to know what the rest of this text says yeah i know because you definitely are going to be in case of emergency please contact fake number.com and something even smaller underneath that i can't make out please contact gold lewis dickinson all right. Well, anything just, else to say on this guy I'm for just, now? I'm just looking at the picture of him from Exer. He definitely has a slightly different look. Like they've definitely tweaked him up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Soul Bad I Guy also got thing. tweaked. So, so here you go, David. That's the that's what he looked like in the old game, and he just sat there. And I mean, the bag right. literally has Infinite written on it's it. Infinite like, Bergs. He literally has Infinite Burgers. Which is hilarious. Well, uh, cool. I mean, he looks sick. So, okay. All right. There you go. Very good. Cool. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll have DJ Cream to talk about Vortex Gallery. You got it. Let's do it. 
All right, cool. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to have an interview up here shortly for you. Let's hop into it. Woo! All right, I think it's working. Yeah? Woo! It's working. It looks What's like going on, Daryl? Oh, do you prefer to call us Daryl or DJ Cream? What do you prefer us calling you? I, I mean... Either is fine nowadays. I feel like, you know, <laughs> I've, I've been around the scene long enough that either is applicable okay. at this point. Okay. Uh, so we're going to be talking a lot about Vortex Gallery, but before we do talk about that and Animevo before that, let's just talk about you a little bit and your background. Mm. Uh, how is it that you got into the FGC and sort of what made you want to take fighting games more seriously? Oh yeah, so um, so I grew up in NorCal, and um, for the most part, I w- I grew up in arcades. So a lot of the older gentlemen who used to frequent the arcades used to be like my older brothers and like family and stuff like that. Right. So so yeah, I grew up playing like CVS two, Marvel two, and then you know waiting in in that long co- line of quarters, I would play like whatever's <laughs> left in the arcade. So DDR, Initial D, all that good stuff, right? So yeah. Um, it wasn't until like the the birth of like Street Fighter Four, where you know traveling competition was starting to become a little bit more frequent. So yeah, so so I have Capcom roots, but um, eventually I found you know like the anime scene, so like Guilty Gear, but most importantly Melty Blood, which is like up here behind me. Yeah. Okay. And, so and so I- Melt Melty Blood is what you consider like that's your jam right there. That is your series, basically. Hey, uh, real quick, David, could you hit that timer? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you have yeah. one job, David. I, no, no, it's on the topics page. Just go to the topics page, click on that thing, and click save, and it'll start it. So, uh-huh. there, there we go. Got it. Perfect. All right, this is for real now. PTI now. All right. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> so. So yeah, Melty Blood. That's my that's my jam. I went to like one of my the second Evo I've ever been to was the the Melty Blood Evo. So that's oh, where I sick. So, so that's where I linked up with a lot of people who are still doing their things today. So people like like Stickbug and Shinobi mm-hmm. for Climax and Night. That's where I met up these cats, and I'm surprised to see to see all these like you know players and people still doing your things today so melty blood if it wasn't for this game right here i wouldn't be talking to you guys today about anime evo slash you know vortex gallery what was it about that game that really dragged you in like that i so melty blood the one thing i've like grown to appreciate is the freedom of expression that game's mm. combo system seems it like if you touch you know marvel versus capcom 3 the the simplicity of going from light medium heavy into launcher all that good stuff it feels it feels natural and right. in melty blood's case you can go backwards in the chain so it's 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 under night in birth style right correct you can't yeah, so the you do, i think it'll be melty yeah, blood so style because that came out first yeah yeah exactly right. exactly so if you've ever you know wanted to say hey this crouching sweep is like minus 20 but i can hit jab to cut the recovery that's when right. like my mind expanded right so like <laughs> i know i know Ultra is like a like I, he plays q in third strike right so you know how much of a death button it is to like you know have your crouching sweep blocked yes so what if you cut the recovery and then you know make sure that you know chunli can't punish it on on hit right so that would be so, nice yeah. <laughs> so yeah like 
that that fluidity like opens up a lot of like freedom of expression and that's kind of been like you know how i like to approach you know fighting games now with my character choices it's it's more it's more or less looking at their tools and you know what they can do to like you know um exemplify how i prefer to play a game rather than like going for you know top tiers and like winning off the same strategies blah 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 blah. in norcal i'm I'm curious uh before we talk about the rest uh what arcades did you play at like, um, like where at? So, so I'm not I'm not from the Bay Area, so okay, I'm all okay. the way out in like you know the the farm rural area of okay. like uh, of, um, <laughs> of California. So you know if I had to fight like if I had to travel out for competition to fight like John Choi, Ricky Ortiz, all these other like you know like Hall of Fame or first batter NorCal players, right? I'll have to I would have to drive out like an hour out, like an okay. hour and a half oh, out. Okay. 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 So my home arcade. For a while, was like you know a, a regional golf land, but that got closed down, and then we got moved to the mall, which that got closed <laughs> down. <Of course>. So, <laughs> by by then, Street Fighter Four was popping off, so you know the your standard bachelor pad slash FGC house kind of took off for that era. Right. Okay. For sure. Now, uh, j- again, before we get on to the next topic, I, because I have no pulse, I have no in to the melty blood scene how hype are they this new melty blood entry i mean is it just like is the melty blood scene just like completely just like going insane over all the information that they're getting oh yeah totally like honestly like a new hd melty blood is such was such a pipe dream if you if you asked if you told me that november last year that we're gonna get a new melty blood in hd i would have called i would have called bs I would have said you were lying. <laughs> but the fact that, you know, we, like, that thing got, that project got announced and we're getting it so soon. Everyone who's touched Melty Blood is, like, you know, saying, yeah, this, like, they, they they thought the, you know, the previous version, Melty Blood, like, AACC, right? Like, current code. That was kind of a daunting ass to get into. So, you know, starting off from a fresh slate, you know, like, where everybody is like, learning together and stuff like that. Like mm. a lot of like new players are excited to get in, and a lot of the veteran players are now nice. starting to really get excited for this game. Now that we saw like gameplay footage in the last two trailers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, they they have some character trailer stuff. They've had some gameplay footage. They've had some uh, explanation of system mechanics and stuff. H- how do those strike you? Are, are you excited about those, or, or, or what do you think? Yeah, so um, last week I was speaking on the Best of V podcast, and that was before, like, all these, like, you know, new trailers showed up. And I was kind of, like, you know, cautiously optimistic because I didn't see anything that resembled, like, you know, uh, Melty Blood aerial movement, for example. Mm. And Mm. then this weekend came around, we saw two character trailers, and then, one, the movement is ridiculously clean. Like, whoever was recording for for these trailers to get this footage... They knew how to play Melty Blood. Like I saw burst okay, fades, okay. it's an air dashes, all that good stuff, and all that really harkens to the uh, harkens back to, you know, the feel and essence of Melty Blood. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to hear that you're excited. You know, not everybody who gets a new game in their favorite series is like stoked about the direction. Like I feel like it's often the case actually that people, regardless of series, are like not happy about this or that. So I'm I'm happy to for for you that you feel excited. 
cool. I mean, th- to, to be honest with you, I would talk about the game more, but unfortunately, uh, I'm not being paid that influencer money by French bread. So, you know, there's just, I just, I have no impetus to talk Big about Big French game, bread. So. Big French bread money, of course. <laughs> yeah, this, this is why I've held French, French bread side tournaments down at EVO for so long. Oh, yeah, I know? bet. I bet. It's all, all waiting for this day that you knew would come, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let, let's talk about how you got into tournaments. You know, being a fighting game fan, playing games is is quite a step even from then actually holding events and getting into a place where you're holding really big events, too. Mm-hmm. All right, so for... Okay, so for TOing, I've actually was, like, the, the person who would, you know, actually run the tournaments at, at the local level so my area you know i started out as a smash to because you know like a lot of the people around me were playing smash so brawl and even recently before covid i introduced a new generation of smash players to meet each other to play smash ultimate together so oh, cool. that, so yeah like you know it's it's funny like i don't i don't really play smash but you know if it, if it comes to creating a tournament environment i know how to do that so yeah, so started with Smash Bros. And then, you know, for a while, I was content with, like, you know, doing stuff locally. And then I get I went to Evo. I kept going to Evo. I see that Evo only announces one anime game every year for a hot second. Yeah. And I was like, where's Melty Blood at? So around, like, 2013, 14-ish, ran, um, ran Melty Blood side term at Evo. Nice. Noticed that, noticed that, like, there's other TOs who do like, you know, um, anime games like, like BB Guilty Gear, like old Guilty Gear, right? Notice mm-hmm. that they were all, all doing side tournaments, at the same time, and I was like, why don't we just combine our efforts into like one thing? And then so that the message doesn't get like you know like, the the message becomes a lot clearer that hey, there's anime games at Evo, y'all right. should show up to Evo. That's a great idea because having them all separate, you got to have to be in the right area. But if all of them are promoting one thing, you will automatically hear about all the other ones, right? So that's Mm -hmm. actually a really good idea. And and also it kind of makes you go from, oh, we're a side tournament to we're we're more official. We're kind of our own thing now. It's not, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we're at Evo, but this is our little section of Evo. Right. Yeah, like the like we've commandeered the BYC area for multiple years now. So like <laughs> yeah. every like it's it's kind of sad that the BYC is supposed to be like this casual play area after <laughs> like you know you go O two and bracket and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But the fact is like we have so many games running side tournaments that there's not even any casual stations left. Yeah. So hopefully that's a thing that gets improved upon now that they got Sony money, but we'll see in the future. <laughs> yeah. We have no we have no plans. We're trying to get through this year first. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, you want to talk about this year? What's going on? All right, let's talk about this year. So last year, you know, the whole you know Eva thing happened where well, we were hyped to play. Actually, actually, before we get there, I just wanted to figure out. So like when you guys all got together and you mm-hmm. formed Anime Evo, like you guys formed like an official group. Like were you one of the people immediately in charge of that? And and like did you guys like sit down and be like, let's form this thing and you are gonna be the in charge and you're gonna be like how did that happen? I hell no. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. It's never like that. It's it's always like, hey, we we're all we're all working together for like a common goal and then just like our end game kind of just aligned with each like 
when okay, everybody okay. else is like Endgame, where we just want to, where we just want to like make sure that we run our side tournaments efficiently and not step on anybody else's toes. So we're not trying. Right. So we're talking each other scheduling. Hey, BB's gonna run at this time, but Guilty Gear is gonna run at a different time on a different day. That way, mm-hmm. we don't have like you know the cross. Okay. You know, okay. um, the, yeah. That, that kind of scheduling conflict like right. but you know going but now that we keep doing it and our, our staff gets bigger and our list of games get bigger that becomes an issue that's really hard to avoid <laughs> nowadays because like in 2019 <laughs> the last evo we had like like close to 30 different games running and that was a scheduling <laughs> nightmare but we pulled yeah. through and uh yeah speaking of i mean th- now talk about this year and this year's list Ugh. all right so yeah um what we usually do what we usually Jeez. do every year is we make an announcement we, we make our first announcement saying hey we've talked to everyone within our staff that's been with us for you know x amount of years and like we know they want to run this tournament this year and then we announce an initial lineup of games this year we announced like what like 20 something games and then like 40 something tournaments and then we go back to the community ask the community hey does anybody else want to run stuff Sure. Within a three-week period, the vol- like th- thankfully we have a list, or we have a lot more people, a lot from all over the place saying, "Hey, we want to run this crazy game, right?" So sure. Now our list is ballooned to eighty-something tournaments, forty-one games. Yeah, dude. <laughs> now, do do should I try to read all? The, you know what the funny thing about this picture is, though, it actually makes me think of like the bookshelf of games, right. you know, the DVD case, and I love that. However, you know, I I've seen other people talk about this and how like boxes would become inconsistent, and it's really front. I have to ask, why is Ultra Fight Da Kianta Two a completely different font? <laughs> If, if you if you look at like your bookcase of games, each game has like an individual font. Kianta, right? Uh-huh. Their, their default font is Comic Sans. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James, why don't you okay. read them off? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Okay, so this year's Vortex Gallery, and we'll talk about the name change, obviously, at some point. <laughs> Uh, official list are, is Arms, Asuka, 120% Limit Over, Blaze Blue Central Fiction, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, Dan Kuga, Digimon Rumble Arena, Eternal Fighter Zero, Fantasy Strike, Fight of Animals, Fighting EX Layer slash Fexel Another Dash, Garu Mark of the Wolves, Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus R, Gundam EX versus Maxi Boost On, Inuyasha, A Feudal Fairy Tale, Jackie Chan, Fists of Fire, JoJo's Heritage for the Future, Kill a Kill If, The King of Fighters 2002 UM, Kizuna Encounter, Lethal League Blaze, Mahjong Soul, Melty Blood Actress Again, Current Code, Neo Turf Masters, Punch Planet, Puyo Puyo Champions, Puyo Puyo Tetris 2, Samurai Showdown 5 Special, Skullgirls Second Encore, Street Fighter the Movie, Tatsunoko vs. Capcom, TMNT Tournament Fighters, Toho Hisotensoku, Hisotensoku? You nailed uh, it, you're good. Twinkle Star Sprites, Ultra Fight, Da, Kanta 2, uh, Umineku, Golden Fantasia, Undernight Inbirth, EXE Late, CLR, Vampire Savior, Virtua Fighter 5, Ultimate, Showdown, Waku, Waku 7, and Windjammers. 
Nice work. That is a really long list, and I'm very curious about the organizational structure that it takes to have all those lined up. I mean, that must take a tremendous amount of work. Yeah, so um, part of the reason why it's taking forever to, like, you know, get our stuff situated is the fact that uh, scheduling this, we had, like, two different scheduling meetings, both of which took about three or four hours apiece to make sure... Like uh, you know, we we can schedule all these games because luckily the the magic about the magic of online tournaments is that we're not we're not um, stuck to a specific weekend. We can do, we can spread all these tournaments apart. So sure. we've commandeered every like weekend in September for <laughs> for all of our tournaments. So every weekend in September, there's about like ten to fifteen tournaments going on. Now, Man. obviously, I, I, like one of the games that I see in there is Skullgirls, but now Skullgirls is an official Evo game. Are you just guys just going to run like two, like a second Skullgirls event then? I mean, pretty much. Like, okay. Skullgirls was recently added to Evo, right? That's, this right. Is, this is going on independently of us doing our planning thing. Sure. And okay. uh, that, and our Skullgirls tournament is specifically targeted to the Brazilians, like the, the Brazilian players. Um, oh, whoa. yeah. So, fun fact: our uh, about like, I, it feels like fifteen to twenty of our tournaments. They're all like Brazilian tournaments. Okay. So, oh. Yeah. So last year, you know, we 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 linked up with a lot of, with like the Brazilian TOs out there, and they really liked what we were doing, and we were we were really happy to link up with them again this year. And they they're running more tournaments for more games. So yeah, um, a lot of our tournaments will be South American based. So, hey, that's cool. That is okay, cool. that's super cool. Because again, South America is just one of those regions. Those guys are itching to get their names out there playing these fighting games. Man, they are into it, and they just don't get the opportunities that a lot of other people do. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah, that's a, that's a beauty about these online tournaments. Usually, you know, we only see. You know, North America, maybe some Japanese play if they do fly over this. But, you know, since moving to an online space, we have a lot more flexibility to work with other communities in different regions. So it's really interesting and, you know, really worthwhile talking to these um, to these individuals, like these community leaders for their regions to see, sure. you know, what we can do to help, you know, shine a spotlight on them. Now, I saw Windjammer is in there. If Windjammers mm -hmm. 2 comes out, before your tournament date, will you guys switch over? You're just gonna stay nah. with. Our, our tournament lineup is locked in, so we're right. good. Like as as much as I want to put like Type Lumen in there, it's like no, nah, we're we got enough on our plate. We're good now. Sure, sure. Right. Now, obviously, you guys started as anime or animevo, however it was supposed to be pronounced, right? Yeah. And uh, so you guys <laughs> did start with fighting games mostly, but. You know, I see Punch Plant. I mean, not Punch Plant. I see Neo Turf Masters, Puyo Puyo, Mahjong Soul. You've obviously expanded to a lot of different things. I mean, is this is this kind of an intention of going even beyond fighting games? I mean, we're just looking at it, you know, piece by piece. Because you know, as as fighting game players, we're just naturally competitive. <laughs> Funny enough, we're, we're, we can be competitive in any genre, like. Personally, I play a lot of TCGs, so, you know, Magic and Pokemon and Weiss, like, those are my kind of games. But last year, we introduced Mahjong Souls, which is, like, a first for us. And, you know, that that tournament was really popping off. I really like, you know, I, I, I've been 
a Mahjong player, but I've never really mm -hmm. experienced high level Mahjong play before. So that's cool. Speaking of which, Mahjong Souls, we, we have a cap that's like 256 players. Over the weekend, we've like, we're like halfway to our cap already. So if you want to <laughs> get on Mahjong Souls, I, I strongly recommend registering now. What, what's the what's the rule set that you guys that Mahjong Soul runs on? Is it Hong Kong or? Um, it's Japanese Richie Mahjong. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got it, yeah. got it, got it. Okay. Just curious. That's all. Just curious because I love me some Mahjong, but I definitely play Taiwan. I play Taiwan rules, so you know I, I have to see how they compare. So. Taiwan's <laughs> kind of chaotic. You just throw like a lot of tiles into the middle. It's like yeah. really hard to keep track of who who threw what early on mm -hmm. all that good stuff so, yeah I've, I've seen i've seen international mahjong play <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's talk about the name so james mm -hmm. mentioned animevo or anime evo which i've never known how to pronounce properly uh and now it's gonna go now it is vortex gallery uh so yeah. talk about why that switch happened and then also why you went with the name vortex gallery all right, so um, Anime Evo, you know, there was the whole kerfuffle last year with Evo right. not being able to, you know, run their event. And then that kind of, like, you know, gave us an opportunity to, like, look look at ourselves, like, all right, without Evo, well. So, you know, at, at that point, it felt like, like the perfect time to, you know, figure out, you know, what we want to go do with mm -hmm. our tournament series going forward. And if we continue with, the, like, stapling the Evo name on onto our tournament lineup, it kind of it kind of just pigeonhole us into like saying, "Hey, we're the tournament at Evo." Right. We right. want to be something that we can grow beyond Evo. Not like, you know, if we want to do something at Combo Breaker, for example, we can't be anime Evo at Combo Breaker, can we? <laughs> so, so we chose a new name that gives us a little bit more flexibility to do our own thing elsewhere. And if you know, if we just try to do our own thing, like. IRL, that'd be that'd be crazy, but you know we'll see what happens. But at least the name change gives us gives us that flexibility. What? Why did you go with Vortex Gallery? How was that chosen? All right. <laughs> when we were figuring out, when we were like you know throwing darts at the wall, figuring out names, we were like, dude, we have like no creative like capacity to do this, right? <laughs> so, what real what what real creates like what real people do is look at what the names of colors are in Undernight Inbirth are labeled as and we chose the coolest one so hide hide has a color named vortex galaxy which sounds cool and then we went a step further and we said you know what if we're a gallery of games that people can watch and view so Dude, those er undernight in birth names are so good that yeah, is genius i love it i love it yeah so yeah th thank you to french bread giving us the inspiration <laughs> like for our name because yeah we we were we were stuck in a rut because we had all these generic you know fighting game sounding like you know bad mechanics almost but you know the, the color schemes in in uni the read them because they're funny yeah <laughs> I mean I, I I like the name of the group though the the was it nine five six right like mm -hmm. I love that I love that because that's one of those like kind of if you know you know things you know. <laughs> But that's that's like the the company, right? Uh, yeah. And the Vortex Gallery is the event, right? Correct. So mm -hmm. when we're when we're referring to ourselves as a group, as a collective, we're gonna be nine five six, right. kind of like how Jeb Bailey has like the you know, the CEO brand, right? So right. Now Vortex Gallery is just gonna be a tournament within our you know umbrella. Okay. Kind of, okay. Kind of deal. Now, 
basically, I mean, the plans are probably to try to run a Vortex Gallery live event at Evo whenever it comes back offline, right? I mean, yeah, a lot of a lot of the t a lot of the nine five six pro team we're based in the West Coast, so Evo is usually the biggest tournament happening in the West Coast. It's the easiest one that we can travel to, right? And and then yeah, but you know, like we said, I gotta see what happens next year because with Sony under the helm, like I don't know if the flexibility that we right. have to operate is still gonna right. be there once we come back. So we'll see. And, and I mean, was it cool? Because I know you actually worked with the Evo staff before, so you guys actually kind of got your own stream station for some of your own games and stuff like in in 2019, right? I mean, did that go well? Or was that kind of a, a, a fluster cuck, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, 2019, you know, we still had like a bajillion games and it was still a scheduling nightmare. Like the, the thing that kindred us the most is like we need information as soon as possible and if that information comes like a week before evo it makes scheduling and especially stream scheduling a nightmare for us mm -hmm. yeah, i can see but, that so so yeah i mean like you know we're, we're not in a rush to get back to um to irl tournaments we want to you know feel out you know the you know what what the landscape's gonna look like post like now that there's a hard reset button on the tournament scene like i don't know right. if like you know, SCR and CR is going to be back next year, for example. Like, right. I don't know what the major tournament scene is going to look like in 2022. So, we'll Fair see. enough. Yeah, no, that that, that that does make sense. I was going to ask more about if you guys have thought more explicitly about in-person plans, but that's it's true that there's going to be a lot of changes. Yeah. It's hard, hard, it's hard to, to tell. Go. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, just for people... If anybody doesn't get it, you know, I don't know, just just uh, if anybody out there doesn't understand what the 956 <laughs> is supposed to refer to, why don't you let them know? Uh, they might be wondering. Clearly, David knows for oh, yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, before there was like, you know, dash macros and stuff like that in a lot of modern games. The easiest way how to get the lowest possible air dash is if you know your keypad notation, it's going from nine neutral, which is five to six, which is, you know, up forward, neutral, forward. And we were like, yeah, this makes the most sense for us. <laughs> I think that's really cool. Yeah, it's about moving forward. I, I like it. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, so plug it for me. How can people get involved? How can people register, etc.? All right, so our Vortex Gallery, you can follow all of our operations at 956 Productions on Twitter. We've launched registration over the weekend. So if you want to sign up for any one of these 80-something tournaments, because your favorite <laughs> game is Jackie Chan, for example, yeah, hit us up. We'll, we are currently in the middle of, you know, formatting our Discord giving, you know. So it's going to look kind of rough when you first join our Discord, but by September, everything's going to be up and operated, and we're going to be ready to run 80-something tournaments. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Oh, if you want to volunteer, we still have a volunteer form. Um, it's, it's in our pin tweet, so if you... If you want to, um, let's say, stream, commentate, or be a, be a Discord mod or a chat mod, that's greatly appreciated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> cool, man. One of the most important roles of running these online tournaments is that dis <laughs> that Discord mod. Trust me, I I know, I know. Well, cool. Um, Thanks a lot for coming on to talk with us about it. Is there anything else yeah, that you absolutely. want to say? Well, um, I have that. 
one last question before you, you, Yo, you shit, close shit. out here. Uh, where's your handle from? I asked this question to everybody. Oh, actually. no. Um, <laughs> I feel like this is one that it, it could go to dangerous like, places. Like, yeah. like you, if you, there is the option that you don't have to answer this. No, right? you have so, to answer right now. It is wrong. Right. Talk to my lawyer. A AOL screen name. Um, the cream is for the Wu-Tang song, Crash Rules Everything Around Me. DJs, oh. because I'm a music game player. So when you're in Beat Mania, that's the... Like it always comes with DJ first and then your three initials. Right. Oh. Okay. Yeah, and I talked about right. how I played DDR back then. Okay. That's we'll see. That, that was totally cool and reasonable. Like I thought yeah. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> way worse. Like, yeah, it's so much worse. Oh, it, you you know, as a player, I got some I got called a lot of really bad names. So sure. <laughs> uh yeah. All right, man. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Good luck oh, yeah, with everything. Thanks for having me, guys. No, what was the last thing that you wanted to say before I interrupted you with that question? Any last things that you wanted to say? Oh, I just want to say, you know, like we have a really strong staff who's like putting in a lot of dedication. Um, my boy Hargrave and our boy Os like Osu, um, Aaron Light, mm -hmm. who's kind of new to the staff because he got on with um, with Mahjong Souls, but he's been putting a lot of work handling the Discord, like you know, complexities and stuff like that. So I, I'm super appreciative that you know we have a really strong team dedicated to make sure that this tournament is going to be run spectacularly come February or September, September. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Cool. Thanks a lot. Woo, Thanks, see ya. Later, homie. Thanks for coming on. All right. And I think you have the stinger not playing long enough. I think the stinger has to go for an extra oh, yeah. second. Okay. Well, yeah. Come on, man. With, with the stingers. I'll fix that <laughs> <Sorry>. next time. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, uh, that's my OCD kicking in there. So, all right, uh, cool. Thanks a lot, Tim, for coming on, dude. That is a ton of work, and the fact that they have eighty plus tournaments that they're actually running, uh, kind of ridiculous. You, yeah, you saw all the game names, but then there's different regions as well. Like that is. I don't. Shout I don't out to them on that. Envy them, dude. Seriously. Super cool. All right. Well, you want to move on to the next one? The thing. Move on to the next thing. Okay, cool. How about we do that right now? Have you not pasted it into the thing already? And... Oh, David. Oh. David, <laughs> David, David. All right, it worked out, everybody. Everything is great. Uh, cool. No delay whatsoever. Not at all. Uh, how does this part work? Um, so click show, show poll, and then make sure you set the font to at least... Like try twenty five for now, and then save it, and then the text should da, show. Da, okay, da. so just keep increasing it until something fits here. There you go. Until it breaks. Can... Just keep increase. Just keep going, going up, going up. All right, it's going broken. up, broken, going up. <laughs> All right. Here's the questions for today. Oh, James, you have to run this part because I honestly don't know how to do it. Um, the the selection. Oh, the poll, the poll, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I can do that. I can do that. All no right, problem. Sweet. That's, Thank you. That's easy. So here's the okay. six that we have collated for today. Number one, which fighting game has or had the most down players? Number two, how important do y'all think visual character design is for high level players? Have any of you ever picked up a character just because you like their look? Hey, I just got to say thanks for the implication that we're high level players. I appreciate that. Number three, yeah. what's your opinion on rivalries between fighting game sub communities, e.g. Guilty Gear fans versus Street Fighter fans versus NRS fans? in the present landscape. 
Four, I'm loving Guilty Gear Strive right now, but just got a bad case of gamer thumb, tendonitis, and cramping muscles. Do you all think the intensity and speed of motions required for fighting games like this hold them back accessibility-wise? Five, do you think a fighting game crash is coming? The Nickelodeon game makes me think too many developers are chasing too small a market. The Dark Ages mm-hmm. of fighting games were right after the Golden Age, after all. Six, what are some matchups between players you would love to see and why? Assuming that the players will be in their prime form and that they'll both be proficient at whatever game they go head-to-head on. All right. All right. So what I've done here is I created the poll so that you just type in exclamation mark one, exclamation mark two, etc. through exclamation mark six, and that will start the vote. Uh, also, uh, does it say that the vote has started by any chance anywhere? Nope, sure uh, hasn't. Let's see. Does, does that register as? Oh yeah, it did. Yeah, it okay, so you can start voting for it, and then also, uh, if you are a subscriber to us via Twitch, you can do two votes. So if you are a Twitch subscriber, you can do two votes, and y- you guys can't see what the vote count is because I have it over here. So. I will just you tell me when you want the uh, vote to stop, basically. Okay, you got it. Um, I'm going to pick two as well. Well, that's yeah. cheating, David. It's for sure. What, I can't vote in my own contests? I mean, Correct. I'm not voting. I'm not voting. Why not? So, because I want to allow the people to have the choice. Oh, that's right. Mubot does lead yeah, the percentages. Mubot that's right. tells yeah, you what's okay. up. Okay. Yeah. Mubot's a snitch. <laughs> All right. All right well, let's give it like another. All right. Give me a countdown. Seconds. Give me a countdown, Tubbleware. Oh, that's way too long of a countdown, man. What do you want from me here? I want you to just Sorry. keep talking. <laughs> oh. Nine, eight, seven, six, five. That's a great question, Trips. Four, three, two, one, the winners are number five and number one. Number five and number one. Okay, all right. Let's Well, go. actually, number one just got passed up by number six. Well, we already, we called it. Was it was too late. Done. Yeah, sorry. Okay, okay. It. All right. Okay, so it's number five and number one. Sick. Let's do them. All right. All right. Five, five matchup. Uh, this. Cool. Yep. You go. Got it. All right. So five I match up the first. Which fighting game has or had the most down players? All right. What do you guys got? NRS community. Like- it's not one game. It's the whole NRS community. I'm calling you guys out. You believe that your games are on a short life cycle, so you have to downplay the top tiers and make sure they don't get nerfed because you only got a year and a half to two years to play your game. I don't blame you for it. I understand it, but you for sure downplay more than any other game I can think of. Now, are we talking about downplaying characters or downplaying the game itself? Uh, characters, characters, probably. Yeah. I would assume. Okay, yeah. characters. Okay, okay. Which one has the most down players, huh? Tubbleware. This is Tubbleware's question. No, it was not. Tubbleware, I would hate to disagree with you. And I, wait. I would love to disagree with you, is what I'm looking for. <laughs> I would love to say <laughs> that that's not true. But, but I, however... But I don't think I can say that that's not true. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Yeah, it may be it may be the NRS scene. That may be right. Yeah, I think that that has happened less than it did in the past, dude. In the past, and I I was involved in this too. You know, people would be brigading for buffs to their characters when they knew that it wasn't necessary. And I mean, I did that back in Injustice One. I thought Bane was good oh. at launch, and they buffed him. I mean, he probably did. He wasn't like top tier or anything. So when they buffed him, he still wasn't the best character in the game. So it's reasonable. It was okay, but yeah, definitely that happened a lot, and and definitely also continues to happen. Um, I but like I said, I think that it happens less now. Like I think there's it's pretty wide consensus. Like nobody thinks. Cetrion's not good. She's obviously good. A lot of people think she's the best. Everybody thinks that she's one of the best. I don't know that there's anybody now who like strikes me as like really downplaying characters big time. I think some characters get undervalued a little bit. Uh, I still people see people putting Robocop low, and I don't think that that's right. But um, but it's also like pretty well balanced in MK11. So, yeah, but you know what's important you know, about that, David? The announcement that it's not getting patched. What do you need to downplay for now? Just be honest. My character's the way it's going to be forever. Why yeah. would you need to downplay anymore? No, no. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. You're right. But even before that, I mean, well, I guess what I mean is I think that happens less in MK11 than it did in, in the previous games. Like, each game is, I would say it's happened a little bit less. But, but even still, it definitely happens more than the other scenes that I pay attention to. I think that's true. I mean, I don't even know how I would answer this because, like, I, I, I'm, I don't have a finger in the pulse of the, of the, of the NRS community as much, so I don't get to hear a lot of the downplay. I just hear more of the jump attacks are too strong, and then down one is too strong as an anti-air, which is always the funniest thing, right? But I mean, same thing happens in Street Fighter Five. Standing light punch too good as an anti-air, and jumping is too good. <laughs> In yeah. Street Fighter Five, like you're gonna complain about whatever. Um, there was one game that came. I mean, right now I see a lot of downplaying in Guilty Gear Strive. Let me tell you right now, dude. I actually like people trying to claim that Soul is actually manageable. Come on, who, come who on. is saying that? I, I feel like ninety percent of people, at minimum are dunking on soul i haven't seen too many soul defenders yeah even soul then, players i've seen are like yeah my character is really strong yeah like, this is stupid and i play him because he's stupid yeah or i play him because i've always been a soul player right some people who are saying that may isn't like completely busted right and then absolutely there's like, not not even yeah. close to being on soul bad guys level and then and then giovanna some people are saying she's bad now in the game you know the only real one is uh, Potemkin's not strong in that game. So Potemkin definitely needs buffs. That's the only one that is of pure, honest opinion, dude. So Big <laughs> falsehoods. Yeah, Potemkin's so good. He's, he's obviously good. He's really good. Yeah, and obviously Potemkin's good. Yeah. It's, it's very clear. <laughs> that game doesn't have anybody who sucks. I do think that some of them are mm. on the lower end, but like obviously nobody sucks in that game. I I don't know that I've seen that much downplaying. I think I think what I've seen instead is more like an upplayed flavor of the week in that game. Like maybe not even sure. of the week, like an upplayed flavor of the couple of days where like right. God, I feel like I've seen people Nagori, freaking YouTube. out about yeah, Nago, Leo. May all these characters have had their like time in the sun of like this character's right. so good. Uh, Ram, 
Uh, Chip. Chip, of course. I'm sure I'm You know who hasn't yet, things. who deserves it, is Axel. I think so, too. I, I yeah. absolutely agree with you. You know that. How are people sleep he, on this character? He's been doing so well in so many tournaments, dude. It's crazy. It's almost like he wins a bunch of matchups. It's weird. He does win a bunch yeah. of matchups. I, think it's weird. I actually didn't get to watch your Monday morning's quarters back. What did you think of that match between uh, XYZZY and, and, and Fab? I think the, I came that. away from it thinking the same thing that I thought before, which is that Axel wins it, but that it's doable for Potemkin. Um, he just has to guess right when he's up close. In that right. match, when FAB got close, he just didn't guess right, like, very consistently. And right. that's, yeah. you know, that's on him. Like, that's the player, Ends not the, the character break, at that point. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he definitely did get up close, like, not, not Actually, often, but enough. 16-bit does bring up a good one. Killer Instinct had a lot of downplaying, didn't it? <laughs> they did. Hey, I did have they a did. ton of downplaying. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be my official answer because I kind of, I mean, I, I, I know... I know somebody who's got like super frustrated with all the downplaying of their characters and everything, you know. Oh, yeah, by man. the way, yeah, I do think that Axel does fine against Soul. Everybody explodes when they get hit by Soul. That's not a problem that's only for Axel, but in neutral, I think that he does pretty fine. Um, mm -hmm. And then also it's hilarious that 16-bit uh, says that Wound Cowboy was complaining about Shang over right. the weekend. <laughs> Shang Tsung, a character that many people think is one of the best in, in MK11. Yeah. Uh, that nobody thinks is bad, maybe except for him. Although he's like famously a down player and has always been. Uh, so... <laughs> All right. Uh, I, mean, I, I get I get mad about Killick, but even like today in the NA scene, like Killick player got uh, third place, I think third or second place. So you well, know. well, well. Yeah. All right. No, I I know Killick is not actually weak in the game. I know it's me more than anything. So. Okay, let's move on. To well, the what's next the one? next one? All right, let's do it then. Number five. Number five. Do you think a fighting game crash mm -hmm. is coming? The Nickelodeon game makes me think too many developers are chasing too small a market. The Dark Ages of fighting games were right after the Golden Age, after all. What do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm going to oh, go ahead, James. I'm just going to say immediately no. I just I don't. The, the, having lived through that circumstance, they're they're wildly different. Like, I don't even think they're kind of in a comparable situation, mostly because one of the reasons why. So story time, James story time. One of the reasons why the Nintendo has the official seal of approval and why the Atari 2600 died was because they people just started making garbage and you couldn't trust anything anymore, right? You just couldn't trust games that you were buying. So Nintendo at least made sure they were some form of functioning games. Now, there were games like Ninja Kid that came out, which are just useless as a video game. But at least they weren't as bad as some of those 2600 games. During the first crash, it happened largely because most of the games that were coming around that time were useless. They were super unbalanced. There was stuff like Mace the Dark Age and Time Killers and, you know, just absolute you know, like Street Fighter the movie, you know, like there were just games that just had no right to be released and they weren't playable and they weren't competitive, etc., etc. And there wasn't a big enough audience. So back then, the games that people did play, like Killer Instinct, maybe, you know, Samurai Showdown, there were so few players that it kind of split the audience because the big giant Street Fighter 2 audience was gone already by that point. 
And so it, the, all the games sucked whichever one you were good at into that game, and there just wasn't sure. enough people to say, sustain it. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think that there's so many fans of fighting games, and they're all actually good. So, like, I, I, we're never going to get to League of Legends level, I don't think, but I don't think we're going to hit a crash. That's my opinion, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, just to add on to that, I, I don't disagree with James. It's not really comparable now to then. Um, however, this game isn't modeled after traditional fighting games anyways. This game was Nickelodeon went, huh, that Smash game is pretty popular. We have a bunch of IPs. Let's do that. And kids will eat it up, you know, and, and they're probably not wrong. Um, so if anything, it would be the downfall of platform fighters, like their dark age is coming, which that might actually be true with smash ultimate ending. What comes after smash ultimate that picks up, you know, the, the, the mantle, I guess. But regardless, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's the, this is the sign of a dark age for platform fighters or for fighting games or anything like that. It's just going to be a fun Nickelodeon game. That's made by a developer that wants people to take it somewhat seriously. That's all. And, and you know, I do want to address something that 16-Bit says in the chat, that the crash of the mid-2000s was probably overblown and Capcom-focused anyway. But the truth is, Capcom was the main market, right? It was. And, you know, from someone who was in at those Evos, it wasn't like the other scenes kept growing. Like, Evo was just shrinking. <laughs> Evo literally just got less and less people to the point where, like I said, 2008 was the smallest Evo. I knew everybody there. Like, everybody I feel like I had seen the previous year. We weren't getting any new faces. And so I think the Dark Ages was a real thing. Yeah, the other games existed, but I just felt like fighting on their way out. I mean, MK is always going to be selling millions of copies, but MK doesn't equal the FGC, right? That's yeah. I think I think this is this is a particularly American and competitive focused view of fighting games. Mm -hmm. Um, So I mean, I was around at that time, and that's how I experienced it at the the time as well as being like a kind of drawdown um, Mm -hmm. of the games that I was playing. But I will, yeah, I was playing only Capcom games and so it was like almost everybody I knew I knew a couple people who had imported <laughs> gear I, I knew people who, right. who did but um, not that many and where I was living just wasn't a Tekken scene either but you know those mm-hmm. those scenes were going off in other parts of the world and and they were they were legit elsewhere but like in our particular like American mm-hmm. Capcom focused yeah, experience yeah, yeah. Um, it yeah. was different I, I think I think that gets played up too much because that's the perspective that so many of the like media people in the fgc have like we are basically americans who were capcom focused back in the day um so i think it probably gets more buzz than it actually deserves but um that was our experience anyway yeah uh as far as oh oh, no i was just saying because that time you know you were mentioning it too that we were also not getting worldwide releases so japan would get things early so we had to import guilty gear one of the reasons why tekken was so small in 2007 or 8 i can't remember which one was because we didn't have tekken 5 br we were just playing regular tekken 5 and like there was just so much crap happening that you know it just felt like it was hard to be a fighting game fan at that time i guess is the is the best way to put it so 
Yeah, I don't expect any kind of a crash. I think if if there's a crash in the fighting games market, <laughs> oh like it's it's bigger than that. Like that, it, there would need to be yeah, way bigger sure. problems going on if that also happens. Is I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. Uh, so I don't expect that to happen. No. And, and not to mention, we just got Guilty Gear Strive. Yeah. King of Fighters 15 is on the way. Yeah. Street Fighter 6 is on the way. Uh, Dungeon Fighter Online is on the way. Like we have so many games coming. We don't have to worry about any sort of crash it's not, melty, it's not blood. Melty, melty blood melty blood soon, yep. so many things nicktoons ultimate all-star brawl or whatever it's called like we have so much coming up that's no there, there's no way we're good we're, we're, we're set for the next five years i agree yeah. i agree and i think even the premise of the question which says the nickelodeon game makes me think too many developers are chasing too small of a market i don't i don't get that perspective personally I, I think that it tells me the opposite i think it's that nickelodeon sees that there's money to be made in yeah. fighting games and in platform fighters and that it's not just it's not just about the game itself it's about the nostalgia factor too like you you know you mentioned kids but like i'm gonna buy it because it has powdered toast man in it yeah, zero sure. kids know who powdered toast man is like that's there's definitely a nostalgia side of that as well and that's that's going to be a big factor in buying, as it is for many different games, right? It's not just this game that's doing that. Um, that's even a big yeah. factor in why some of the fighting games that are most successful are successful, even still. So, yeah, I mm-hmm. I don't I don't get that sense that the Nick game means that things are going south. I think it's instead a recognition of the opposite that things are going pretty well. For sure, yeah. I think and, so. And, well. and on, I'm going to add a little bit in there too. I think that one of the things that's really cool. And why I thought it was a big deal and still continue to think is a big deal is the FGC roundtable in Japan. Mm. You know, like that, I feel like seeing the fighting game community, even via the developers, kind of coming together and realizing that they're less competition with each other and more helping each other, I think is bodes really well for the growth of the genre overall. So, um yeah, I'm not worried. Let's put it that way. No, so. I don't think any of us are. Agreed. All right, cool. Okay. Anything else to say on this one? Hell no. Let's move on. All right, cool. Let's talk about this summit, baby. Let's do it. So, Smash Summit 11 happened over the weekend. Summit's a long-going series where they all, everybody uh, in this invitational um either gets invited or like gets picked by fans to go and then they go to a location in southern california they do a bunch of skits they have a bunch of different kinds of tournaments there's like in this there were like doubles for example and commentator tournaments and stuff too Uh, and it's kind of a chill atmosphere commentators just hanging out on a couch together and the players are playing up in a room on on the top floor and uh, it's all it's all kind of chill but also always really good competition with super super high level players um, yep. So it's happened for Smash again, for Melee specifically, and uh, it was this past weekend. So the winner of it was Mango, second place was Zane, third Hungrybox, and fourth Plup. Uh, there's a bunch to say about this. Did, did you guys watch it at all? I no, did. I did not get a chance to see it. Oh, I you did. did? Nice. I nice. did. I watched some Smash. Sweet. It was sick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what parts did you watch? Uh, Most of Top 8. Most of Top 8 I watched. Uh, saw Mango's run, ridiculous run. Yeah. Now, is, is that 
is that the first time Mago's won a big event recently, or has he? Well, that's won his event? first summit. That's his first summit win. And there's been no big events yeah. recently. <laughs> so. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I just even mean within like the last three years, four years, right? Because Mango kind of so. pseudo stopped playing, and I don't know. I'd, I'd be very saying. surprised if he hadn't won some major within the last yeah. three years. Okay. Uh, He's won majors pre-COVID. Okay, thank you, All Day Napper. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I okay. thought. I was just I was just looking it up on Liquipedia, but uh, yeah, I, I just I just don't know, and I, I just want to be able to know. So that's all. He won yeah, Big House no, Nine. Was, uh, Got it. Okay. There you go. Yeah, it was it was yeah, sick. Yeah. It was a sick run. It was. I felt terrible for Zane. Yeah. Zane so if, if, you're not, if you're not a big Smash rough. player, Zane has been uh, a lot of people think is the best player in the world. Has been uh, for a while. And and so when it was Zane in grand finals on winner's side and uh, Mango had to make the complete comeback, a lot of people thought that it wasn't going to happen. Uh, dude, honestly, that grand finals was one of the best just fighting game grand finals that I've seen in a long time. Really? really? Honestly, okay. like if, if Even if you're not somebody who's a big melee head, I really recommend checking it out. Cause yeah, it was, it, it was fantastic. Super it was so close. Super close. And then there were situations where, like, uh, Zane was he's a Marth player, and he was playing on uh, FD, and that's a really hard matchup for many other characters to deal with. Uh-huh. And Mango and Mango had to beat him twice in that, uh, which was really hard and impressive. Super fun to watch. Um, it was also the biggest prize pool in Smash history, like it says underneath here. So it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me get the stat. One hundred and forty-six thousand, I believe. One hundred forty-seven thousand. Jeez. One hundred forty-seven thousand okay. dollars. So Mango, not bad. Not bad. Mango for getting first place got forty-six thousand seven hundred dollars and seventy cents. <laughs> he made he made more than I make in a year. I mean, in one night. Dang. Way to go, Mango. <laughs> Second place, Zane got twenty-three thousand three hundred and fifty dollars and thirty-five cents. So half as much, but also like. That's a $23,000 money match in Grand Finals. There is. Like, oh my God. Uh, and then, and, and payout was even, even all the way down, like all the way down to 16th place. Players got over $2,000 for, for playing. Yeah. So, I mean, it not was, bad. it was a big pot, legit, super cool. Uh, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Check it out. If, again, if anybody didn't watch and I, I before we stop talking about it, I just want to give voice too to the fact that their skits are always hilarious. They always do a really good job at having like funny skits in between <laughs> stuff, and uh, I really like that. It's like a sixteen bit. I once got forty one dollars for getting that Evo. Oh my oh, god! That's so sad. Forty one dollars. Oh no. Why? Oh. That definitely did not cover the food that you had in Vegas. That didn't cover the flight, the hotel, no, the food, no. the entry. That doesn't even cover the entry. Like, does that into cover, the tournament? Does that cover the water that you drank in Vegas? Like, <laughs> at that time, probably because that whole oh, water man. scam was a very recent thing in Vegas, man. Uh, oh yeah, right. cat. There's two cats here right now. Oh man. But yeah, yeah. Mango and Hungrybox both in top three. Uh, players who have been on the come up big time were um, uh, you know, ha- have been doing really well, but it's Nathan. cool to see uh, those guys still on stop, the top Nathan. end of things as well. Stop. Yeah, it was really cool. All right. Want to move on? Move on. We're getting through it tonight. We're we got a big it. mailbag. 
We do have a big mailbag. That's absolutely right. All right, let's move on to talk about this next one a little bit. There's not a ton to say quite yet, just because a lot of them haven't happened yet. But the EVO 2021 side tournaments are going on and will continue going on. We can talk about a couple that have happened, both for Skullgirls, Second Encore, and for Soul Calibur 6. Skullgirls was yesterday, and there are results, you know, for North America, Europe, Latam, Middle East, Asia, and Japan. I'm not going to go through all of them, but um, that was cool. I watched a little bit of it. I liked the the Sharpie on commentary was cool. I really liked that. That was rad. Congrats to her. That was fun to watch. And then today was Soul Calibur as commentated by our very own Jay Chenzo. Starting at a nine in the morning, which I got up at like seven in the morning so I could grab breakfast. And so uh, I commentated that for like seven hours with uh, between EU and NA. And here I am. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I've been sitting in this chair for like 10 hours now. So uh, it was really good. It was really good. The matches were super good. Uh, like four people from France being in um, in the Europe one. And, you know, Keith was undefeated going into the tournament. Prohibitive favorite coming into this tournament. But then uh, Fan Lee from Barcelona, actually. Fan Lee Jr., uh, Man, he sent he actually knocked Keeve into loser's bracket and then beat him in grand finals. So Barcelona, Barcelona, Spain actually took uh the EU event. He was a maxi player and he played just so amazingly well. It was pretty, pretty sick. Uh and I then watched that. it was so, cool. Oh, okay, cool. I was watching it while <laughs> doing up. some other work. Yeah, <laughs> it was Oh, yeah, I was awake. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I know. You're always awake at that time. And then NA uh, was won, not surprisingly, by Zef Ukai. Uh, Zef has largely been considered one of the strongest players in the U.S. Hey, uh, real quick. SNK just released the reveal trailer for the next character. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I saw it about that. I saw that. Uh, interesting. I wonder if they messed up. Were they supposed to just release the... They uh... tweeted it two minutes ago. They they straight up, oh. here it is. Can well, you... maybe they released it and were like, whoops. Oh, well, whatever. Let's Can you put just that in the it. chat? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, continue, continue, James. Oh, me? Yeah, was there anything else oh, you, you, you were talking. The... Yeah. Oh, 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 about the, about the, the Soul Calibur stuff. No, yeah. yeah. Zef, Zef just basically slaughtered everybody, basically. Uh, he was super dominant and, uh, like I said, came in as one of the best players and he definitely blew up everybody today. Uh, he, he looked super dominant, but it was really cool because one of the things they also got to do was announce that, uh, Soul Calibur is bringing back some of the, um, uh, you know how like Tekken has dojo events and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, Bandai Namco is supporting an official like online Soul Calibur thing with dojo events. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, that's awesome. So, so for a lot of the Soul Calibur players, it's kind of neat. You know, uh, obviously, you know, you you would have, would have hoped for more, but I mean, I'm I'm happy for the Soul Calibur players anyway. So I mean, as you should be, right? Like, why would you not yeah, be? Yeah, that's awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, all right, yeah, again, that stuff's uh, still going on. So next week, Monday, 
Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle will be taking place, and Tuesday will be Grand Blue Fantasy versus. And then the mm-hmm. following Monday, August second, is uh, Undernight, and then Tuesday, August third, is Dragon Ball Fighters. So there's still a bunch of stuff to go on. That's Twitch.tv/evo. Yes, it is. Same. And Twitch. Right. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, so it's on twitch.tv slash Evo, twitch.tv slash PlayStation, and youtube.com slash PlayStation. Okay. It's on all three of those. So, But uh, it cool. seems like the majority of the audience was watching on Evo. All right. Well, um, let's get into the 7.5, uh, which is that the new character trailer for king of fighters just dropped right now thick let's watch it we're gonna do that all right oh we, two reaction videos one stream what, what look at us we're real content creators now <laughs> okay cool i'm gonna play wow it. Uh, that is i see who it is and it's kind of sick yes <laughs> Oh dang, that actually means I keep thinking, uh, uh, I still want SNK to do this. I still want, like, I hope next week the trailer comes out and they reveal Tzok. And then Tzok and King of Dinosaurs are like, why did you keep thinking we were the same guy? We told you we were clearly different characters. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> I got bad news. Well, man. yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, he looks. I like how some of those animations looked. Some of those were cool. Uh, and yeah, I, I was one of the better looking characters so far. I agree. I think that's true too. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, he's a cool character. Space he's fun. I've, you know. But... I agree with Space Dive that it's definitely a dinosaur in a human bodysuit. I I think that's the lore right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, sure uh, Olaf will break you down with the lore tomorrow night on synchronize all on twitch.tv slash jchenzor that is correct that's correct but obviously we're not going to be able to have a live reaction to the trailer we'll just play it and talk about it so yeah that's unfortunate oh so it looks like a certain press outlet accidentally posted the trailer. It's always yeah. somebody else, man. It's always somebody else. So SNK did tweet out a silhouette 
I guess a press outlet accidentally messed up, and so SNK had to delete their silhouette. And we're like, "Well, here's the trailer." Yeah, here you go. Well, that that's, sucks. That definitely is a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Rufus oh, well. said. Okay, got it. Okay. Oh, God, it's always one of those other groups, and it's, it makes me almost wonder if they, if those other outlets do it on purpose or not. Like, oops, we accidentally released it. Come traffic to our website, you know. Uh, kind the, of thing. the prisoner's dilemma. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Cool. You want to move on? Sure. Let's, let's do move that. it on. All right. Let's do it. Um, we go into the next one. Uh, so I guess we kind of already Ooh. actually did talk about this in the interview earlier with Daryl. Um, but Melty Blood Type Lumina uh, has had character trailers and some gameplay footage and um, some like system mechanics breakdown yeah. vids. Uh, have you guys seen those? And if so, what do you think? Jake? I haven't had a chance to watch them. I have not seen them yet, so uh, I've seen glimpses of them on Twitter, but I haven't like sat down and watched any of them, unfortunately. So, uh, again, Melty Blood is just a game that I know so little about. Like I was, I even said to somebody else at one point in time, I was like, "Oh yeah, Melty Blood's the game with the air dash tracking and stuff, kind of like." And they were like, "That's Arcana Heart." And I was like, oh, shoot, okay, never mind. So, nice. I mean, literally, my knowledge of Melty Blood is pretty low, so I I don't have, like, a really strong frame of reference in, in, in my, you know, to really be... Because I know there was that tweet that, like, look how many influencers are not talking about Melty Blood. Well, when I talk about Guilty Gear, everyone already you know, accuses me of being the guy who's trying to jump on a bandwagon, not like I haven't been one of the biggest Guilty Gear fans like like entire life, you know. But I mean if I if if all of a sudden I was hype about Melty Blood, then that literally would be like me because of French bread money or whatever like that. So, you know, <laughs> well, I, I have no frame of reference, honestly. And so I don't want to be like jumping in here and commenting on it. Cause I don't really have the, uh, authority to say anything. So as the kids say, I'm gonna keep it 100. I don't really care about Melty Blood, so nah, I haven't watched. I mean, I've seen the character trailers, but that's it. I haven't watched any of the breakdown stuff or anything like that. Um, I don't know, man. All the characters look the same to me. Like, they're they're aesthetically, not maybe play style, but yeah. aesthetically, it's a bunch of kids in school uniforms. It, it doesn't appeal to me. I need, I need cool character designs if I'm going to be into something, and right. they all look the same, unfortunately. All right, For me, wow. I mean, I'm definitely interested in this game because of Undernight in Birth, because I enjoyed that game so much. So I kind of want to see how similar it is to Melty, but that's the best I can say. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I don't have any experience playing Melty either. I mean, I played it, but I never took it seriously and didn't play it for very long. But I am interested, yeah, and primarily because of Undernight, which I really like. Um and so because of that i am curious about this so yeah i've watched i've watched right. uh and i and i th i think it looks cool i mean i i basically agree that i'm not interested in the art style but also like a bunch of my favorite games have art styles that i also don't really care about so it's not really a deal breaker for me um 
in fact, uh, for the character that they showed off, uh, Koma Kishima, uh, I thought he looked pretty sick, actually. The, the, the character, like, standing there is not super interesting, but the way that he moves, I think, looks really cool. And, yeah, I mean, and... the, the, the stuff the characters do look dope. Yeah. It's just the fact that they're all in, like, navy blue school uniforms. I hear you. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> all right. I mean, yeah. I, I like the idea of trying to find someone more familiar with uh, Melty Blood and getting them on here to talk about it at one point in yeah, time. Yeah, I think that would be cool, too, for sure. More yeah. And stuff like that, so... Well, again, I think I think it looks cool. I, I don't have any info on whether it's so you know super like previous ones, just not having had as much experience, but my understanding is that there's a lot of similarities people have pointed out. Um, but the stuff that I have seen, I think, looks cool. So I am interested in the game, and we'll be following it. Cool. All right, let's move on to the next one here. Uh, going to go to number nine, changes for Team Panda. And I don't know, there's a ton to say here, but they dropped Panda Global formally. I think now they're just Panda. So they dropped yep. Mortal Kombat, Smash 64, Pokemon, card games, Rivals of Ether, and Soul Calibur, just as Dang. a blanket. You know, every player that they had who were for those yeah. games. Uh, are no longer on the team. So that includes okay. Prince, Hayate, uh, BNBBN, Cybertron, Akumarura, SKD, Shen-Chan, and Wolfie. Um, but isn't SKD uh oh, oh, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. That's super cool. That's, that's right. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it. So they are out. However, also, Giuna joins the team, and St. Cola joins in a staff capacity and and katana prime is still there they dropped mortal Kombat, but he's like in a staff role now instead mm, okay, um, okay so he's so he's they're, they're changing some stuff it sounds like they're trying to be more content focused maybe not even trying to be because they have been content focused but that seems right. like even more of a focus for them moving forward is how, how i took it i mean they let go of eight people to bring in two that's like they cleared some cap space to make that happen, you know. Like you can't just go around paying eight eight people for the price of two. Like they, they must really be counting on Giuna and Sankola. And I mean, I, I imagine they they actually really are because they just started a completely separate YouTube channel just for fighting game content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think trading out essentially eight people for those two, like that was you know part of the ultimate plan to really go into fighting games even though they they dropped some fighting game players yeah i mean yeah it's that's still the biggest part of of what they are for sure um so they still have like punk and hook gang god and kizzy and marlon pie you know um yeah justin's doing stuff with them as well so yeah it's they're they're definitely still fighting in focus but yeah content they have a, a youtube channel like they have been each of those people have had successful stream and youtubes already like that's Mm -hmm. And and Panda's been a big part of that. To hear them tell it, you know, they they'll let you know. Like they think that Panda's had a huge impact on why they've had success there. So yeah. Uh, anyway, good luck to them in the future. Bummer for the players who were dropped. Yeah, it sucks. But like maybe it's not a big surprise that like Mortal Kombat announces that it's not having any more updates, and then players of Mortal Kombat get dropped. I don't know if that's a big announcement. Right. Yeah. For sure. Um, I talked with Hayate I mean, a little that... bit on his stream, and he was just like, "Yeah, you know, it's it definitely is a bummer, but like he understands, and he's looking forward to whatever comes next in NRS. But he's also playing Strive right now, so you know, he's still trying to do other stuff." 
really interesting. I wonder then, is it actually better for these game companies not to announce that they're going to stop development on a game? Maybe it's actually better for them to not say anything for the for the benefit of the players who are signed, you know, for these games. I mean, stuff. they can't make their decisions based on esports teams, is my opinion on that. Even as right. somebody who has clients in the past and, and present <laughs> in both player and team capacities. Right. Uh, so probably, yeah, probably shouldn't true, do that. But yeah, anyway, bummer. Uh, but, anyway, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And then next thing here, briefly... Bing, there was a tournament that I just wanted to shout out because it's super cool from CLG, which does a lot of stuff in NRS uh, in general, um, console gaming league, and and this was a benefit tournament for a player who is currently battling cancer, uh, Hatman or Slayer oh, Hat, and um, they raised over seventeen hundred dollars for. Nice. Yeah, in, in doing that. Super cool. Congrats to them on that. That's amazing. Um, Video Games Yo is the person who won the tournament. One of the best players definitely in the world and in, in the UK. Um, so it was cool. Cool to watch a little bit of that. And congrats on raising that money. You know, Best of wishes to Hatman in battling cancer. I don't know the That's details cool. on that. And Good stuff. Pry, but yeah, right. there you go. But to the FGC again, stepping up for, you know, oops, stepping up for the FGC family. Sorry, I'm leaning on out of the field of you here. So. All right. Cool. Well, let's. Hey, uh, my cat just puked. Give me a sec. I'll be back. Oh, poor guy. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Sweet. Dr. Patrick on Twitter. How will Evo 2021 showcase go if this pandemic is still ongoing? Uh, I mean, if, if, uh, <laughs> if, uh, if the pandemic is still going, they'll probably cancel it. Honestly. What, what are we talking about? What did I miss? The first mail. First of question. all, how's Miles? Oh, he's fine. He was, it was just a hairball. Yeah. Good boy. Second of all, <laughs> one day, one morning, just recently, I completely woke up to hearing Jasmine going ah, 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 while standing on my bed. And I was like, oh, God. And I picked her up and moved her to the ground. And then she puked on my carpet. And I was like, <laughs> OK, you know what? At least it wasn't on my bed like Nathan's been doing. Nathan's been puking on my carpet like constantly right on my you on my bed back. constantly right now. It's Gross. Just like. Have I told you Thanks, the story man. of waking up to a hairball on my pillow? Are you serious? Oh, no. Let me tell you, it wasn't just cat hair that was in that hairball. No, no. for sure. Yeah, there was David hair directly also in that hairball. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's boy. been licking oh. your hair in your sleep. Gross. It was basically the worst way to wake up. It was awful. It was awful. Yeah. Good boy. That's a good okay. Ajax. Very cute. Uh, <laughs> Glad you have a good sense of humor about it. Yeah, I mean, it was an awful way to wake up. The noise Gross. right in my ear, right in my hair, it barfed in my hair. Uh, all right, all right. Anyway, we're moving on. You got what you deserved. How will the Evo 2021 showcase go if this pandemic is still ongoing? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know. Probably not great. Uh, yeah. But I think I think... I'm not sure that I would expect them to cancel it. I think it's... I oh, think because it's, that's right. They said that there was no audience for it. There's that's no audience. Right. There's no audience. There's no audience. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And okay. assuming that all of the players and people who are working the event 
are cool with being vaccinated, um, which hopefully is the case. You know, they can they can definitely do that. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I, maybe I should be more expansive than that. There's probably people who are going to win various events from other parts of the world that just don't have access to the vaccine. So that's right. That, that's going to be different. But you can also still get COVID testing. And I think I think at this point, like. I feel comfortable with small events that are testing and most people are vaccinated and stuff like that to, to run briefly and have, you know, periods of, of, um, quarantining before and after like that's, that that feels to me at this point, like it's a pretty standardized process. So I think, I think that I would still expect it to go on, but I don't know. We'll find out either way. Uh, Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, someone in the Soul Calibur community, one of the most important guys in the Soul Calibur community, just recently came down with COVID. He lives in New York. He's vaccinated, twice vaccinated. And, you know, he was did all the things. He didn't go out, wore the mask and just really not sure how he ended up getting it. The problem is you can't they don't test to see if it's the Delta variant or whatever, you know, but I mean, it's it's still risky out there, man. It's still dangerous. So. Ugh. All right, let's party. Dram on Twitter. What are some of your favorite hit sparks and block effects in fighting games? Yes, this is cool. It's a cool question. All right, what, what do you guys got? I can quicker think of ones that I hated more than I liked. Okay, what? Do, yeah, what do you hate? I hated. I didn't even play the game partially because of it. Season one, Killer Instinct. It was impossible to see what was going on because of the hit sparks to me. They were huge and gross and in the way and just way <laughs> too much. Yeah, those are pretty bad. I really like Blaze Blues uh, sound effects. It's there's kind of like a crunch to it that I've always thought is super cool and satisfying. And then really old Street Fighter Two, the the it's... sound effects to that were just really good. I think and the like original I really like. Street... Yeah, the original, original Street, Fighter, Street 2, yeah. Fighter Two is like still so it's like still, still I so wanted someone that. to cr- I someone I wanted someone to create me a mod for my Street Fighter Five on PC to bring in the CPS one hits sound effects, dude, because I think that would just be so sick that the fierce with the big like the yeah. slap and then the yeah. and the heavy kick just being like that deep bass that. You know, it was just like really cool. I, I mean, agree. if we're if we're talking purely on sound, I really love arcade vanilla Street Fighter Four block stun sounds. Those are super dope. I don't remember. Is that point. different than console version? It is. It was different from console. Yeah. Really? Oh, really? I, I ever yep. knew that. They changed it on console a little bit. Oh, interesting. Wow. Okay. Weird. Uh, visually speaking, uh, that's a tough one. Because it's weird, because, like, one of the funny things is I still remember when Marvel 3 came out, I was like, what the hell with these hit sparks? They're crazy! And now, like, I don't even see them. They're cool. You know, I don't know. It's just, like, it's hard to say. Um, I'm trying to think, man. What games do I like the visually, the hit sparks and stuff? I think it's something that I only notice when I don't think it's done well, to be honest. Yeah, I, think, right. like, yeah, I, I notice one the of those sound when I think that it's done well. I, I think I, I like hear it. I'm not, I'm not usually somebody mm-hmm. who like cares about the audio in games. Uh, I mean, music's cool, but you know what I mean. Like, it's not what I'm paying attention to, as some people are. Sure. But when it comes to like how they look, I couldn't tell you how they look in any of the games I play. 
I don't know what it looks like. And does Mortal Kombat even have hit sparks? I don't know. Street Fighter, I don't know what it looks like. Gear, I assume they're there. I really don't know. Maybe it's blue in Gear. Is that true? I couldn't even tell you. And I play, you know, every chance I get. Yeah. It still isn't uh, enough. But yeah, it's just one of those things that you shouldn't notice. It's like right. it's 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 something that your your eyes send to your brain. But you're not like it's not something you're gonna focus on. It's just Whoa. enough to let you know you got the hit. Just enough. It says the hit sparks are color change color if it's a counter hit or punish, which no one talks about. Does anyone notice? I never knew that. Probably not. That's crazy. I've, honestly, first time <laughs> I've ever heard about that. <laughs> now I'm gonna pay. Paying there, are, there are games that do that, like that are right. that it's really obvious, and you need to pay attention to that stuff. Right, but. Uh, Apparently, uh, it was a mistake. A, 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 a media outlet accidentally released the trailer too early. That's why we got the KOF trailer today. So, Injustice Two um, had hit sparks as well. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I've played who knows how many hours of those two games combined, and I really just had no idea. But that's interesting. It's like I said, uh, like hit sparks and stuff like that are like commentary, right? When it's good, nobody says anything, and so there you go, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think Tekken's noises are like very unique but weird. The the, the tang, 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 tang. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's uh, weird noise. Yeah. But. <laughs> but I think it's cool. It's like very unique. All right, let's move on to the next one then. Tabby Nat on Twitter: How important is Twitch versus YouTube versus podcasts for content creators' engagement and monetarily as well? Yes. Well, uh... Yes. Yes, all of it's important, and it depends on what you're trying to do with what you're creating, and it depends on if it's gaming or not. Like, it, That's a very open-ended question, but if you're trying to make a podcast, I can tell you for a fact that while we have, like, I don't know, what, two, three hundred some people watching right now, 2,000 more people listen to our podcast, and then another yeah. 2,000 more watch the show every week, or 1,000 more watch the show every week on YouTube. Uh, right. So if you're if you're not doing those things, you're definitely missing out on audience engagement. For sure, yeah, it's all important, and it, it does depend on what kind of stuff that you're doing as a content creator, because not all content creators yes. have stuff that is even doable as podcasts. You know, if it's, right. this is definitely something but, that can I mean, be like, audio only if you want it to be. But the other stuff that we do yeah. on this channel and that other people do is not, not at all. It's like primarily so, not audio. What I was told here is that. Twitch is absolutely dog shit for discovery. Right. It is. Like, it's you really can't bad. find shit on here. So YouTube is actually really important for even building the Twitch audience. Right. So if you want Twitch audience to grow, you actually need YouTube to help you do that. And that's kind of because you'll see a lot of times people will be in the chat and be like, oh, this is my first time catching the show live, mm -hmm. you know, and because YouTube actually gives them better discoverability. So if you are a Twitch channel and you don't have YouTube, like you're you can't grow your thing unless you're just one of those people who gets super lucky, basically. So, you know, uh, that's kind of the, 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 the factor. If you are a Twitch streamer, YouTube has to be part of your weaponry, basically, to try to gain viewers. And it's true that YouTube is also not easy to be discovered on, but it, it has a way to do that. And it's, mm -hmm. yeah, right. it's not like it's easy to make it happen, 
right? That's not what we're saying, but like it exists and that just doesn't exist on Twitch. There's an actual right. algorithm that you can follow and people have broken down mm -hmm. and figure out mm -hmm. the best times to upload things and all that. And if you're savvy enough, you can find all that information on the internet. So yeah, YouTube is easier to grow on than Twitch. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, you're right. It's not great, but compared to Twitch, like how often do you ever click on Twitch and then you go to a random channel that you've never been to because it recommended or something like that, right? Yeah. Like that just never happens. You only go to Twitch because someone on social media told you come to this Twitch channel. I mean, look at look at the look at the Street Fighter tournaments right now, right? You have stuff on Intel channel, something like that, and you get no viewers. Right. Like literally the, the, the Intel world open would have more viewers if it was on team spooky. Why? For sure. Because there's no discovery on, on, on this, on the site because you watch a lot of street fighter five on team spooky on Capcom, on, on Capcom fighters, it doesn't lead you to the Intel world open at all. Yeah. You have to, <laughs> like, you have to be enough in street fighter five to go to the category of street fighter five and see what's playing there and then if right. you know, be enticed by the name or by the viewer count or whatever it is right yeah it's uh it's not a great system that's for sure all right good yep, yep. on to the next one casmer ex casmer oh, on twitter yes motherfucker if a green witch put a curse on you if a green witch put a curse on you it has to be a green witch. It's a green witch only. If a green witch put a curse on you, would you rather your voice always have massive reverb or a 12-second delay? Reverb, clearly. <laughs> because then people would notice me a little bit more and I could actually get my... 12-second delay is too long, dude. You wouldn't be able to say anything significant at all in any conversation... In any way, shape, or form. An effect yeah. whereby the sound produced by an amplifier or an amplified musical instrument is made to reverberate slightly. Oh, thanks. For, what a terrible definition. That it is. just, it basically okay. gives it an echo. That's what reverb does. Kind of gives it a slight echo. That's what reverb basically means. Yeah, delay would mean that this work that we're trying to do of commentating, etc. is just impossible. It just, Literally it impossible. cannot exist. So that's... And not to mention how many people you would piss off when they speak to you and you stare at them blankly for 12 seconds and then start talking. Dude, imagine just going to Starbucks and trying to order a Starbucks drink. It would like, be awesome. Right. You, you'd have to start ordering while you're waiting in line. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that would actually, oh, that would be the worst. That would be the worst. So I would definitely Absolutely. pick Reverb. Yep, I'm, I'm so curious, and I know he's in the chat, why it's a green witch. Why is it a green witch? And I also will agree with Shumi D. We have so much experience playing with input delay. Like, I think that a 12-second delay on our talk would just be so, like, frustrating and upsetting. Like, someone would say something and, like, I need to make a joke. And I'd be like... And then, like, 12 seconds later, it comes out and everyone's already moved on to the next oh, part yeah. of the conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. Forget that, yeah, you, dude. You Forget have that. no part in a conversation. You become mute in right. a way, I think. Yeah. Uh, he's sure. a green witch because he's from Greenwich, Connecticut. Yeah. Good job, everybody. All right. Well, let's move on to the next one. On to the next one.
<laughs> Greenwich Mean Time. Greenwich Mean Time. Hoagie on Twitter. If you had to pick today, who would you put as the faces on the Mount Rushmore of the FGC and why? This We've is a question this about what you deem as quality factors to represent the scene up to this point in time. We have answered yeah, this before. I, I hate to tell you, Hoagie, we've done this before. So I'm going to skip. You can go on YouTube and watch our old episodes. It's the answers there. I'm not going to answer this twice. I feel offended that you haven't watched every single episode of Ultra Chen TV's The Tuesday Show. <laughs> so there. I don't actually remember what they all were. Um, mine. That's the real reason why I don't want to do it again. Because I don't want to think about what absolutely. I said before. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think we all had Valle and Daigo and... I didn't have Daigo on you mine, didn't have did Daigo? I? Daigo? I had a whole bunch of like super old school people. I can't remember now. Yeah, I think James was like, well, Mount Rushmore is in America, so he named all Americans. Yeah, I that's named people right. from yeah, all yeah, around yeah. the world. Uh, uh, David, yeah. I don't remember what he said. Uh, yeah, I had a different take on it as well, and I so I had I had I had people who from different roles. I think was was my tack on yeah, it. So yeah, I had yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. I had like Spooky on there, and I had yeah, 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 Diego yeah. on there, and I had Valle, and I had some other organizer and. Yeah. another player as well anyway it was very interesting it was an interesting discussion yep on youtube.com check it out seriously sub to our youtube watch our video thanks guys yeah please click like and subscribe below to <laughs> create seriously, better though. uh create better uh engagement and recommendations to other people on youtube please, who watch please. the same kind of videos that you it do. helps us a lot you guys don't even know please azor mx on twitter if your favorite fighting game was real and you were the ones who were characters in the fighting game do you think your main character from the fighting game would main you would <laughs> your main main you no absolutely <laughs> not may matter of fact hates bald people Really? That's like in her lore. That's why. All right. So what supposedly, jerk. supposedly the reason she looks so young is because she has like a medical condition or a spell or something on her. Right. And they're like, we'll have Dr. Faust check you out. And then she saw he was bald and said, hell no, I hate bald people. And then apparently within the three weeks between Exert and this game, she got over it. Faust checked her out. And that's why she looks older now because they're starting to repair whatever went wrong with why she was looking young. This is the Ooh. actual lore that I've been told. Did you this say real life. three weeks? Exert happened three weeks before Strive, yes. What? Yes, there is only three weeks between those games. Alrighty. Uh, great. So in that universe, Faust is like a doctor that people go to? I guess I he's assume. A real really, doctor. Yeah, he's, he's a really good doctor, too. Yeah, he's yeah. like the best. He's not mm-hmm. like a serial killer or something? So, no, no. Doctor or Bald Man was the doctor. That was Faust. I think it was Bald. He got framed. He got framed by Tempest or something. I don't know. But he got framed to look like he killed the patient. He didn't kill the patient, but it got into his head thinking that he did kill the patient, and that's how he went bonkers and became Faust. Wait. I Eventually, believe- he realizes that he didn't kill the patient, and he starts getting his sanity back or something. But I. I I don't know, man. There's a whole thing of lore in the in Strive. Like you can look it up. There's a whole he's, compendium. He's clearly in this game like a magical losing zombie. his mind. He's yes. obviously a magical zombie, right? Like he's, yeah, he's losing his. Would mind. Would you go to the doctor at this 
a guy who eats you and then tears open the fabric of space time. Oh, man, if that got rid of my stomach ache, yeah, I'll go to that doctor. I just think he... I Rip me through the space you, time, you time, time fabric, I can't Daddy. believe that he's actually it. a doctor that people go to in that game. I just I just feel like it's he's not He's a real all, doctor, yeah. It's not at all and, and, what his animation is supposed to be. He's supposed to be, like, the best doctor, too. Yeah, but he's, I he's also like, can't oh, believe just, like, talking that real low and weird the investigation code... Oh, investigation code... Might have found the episode that we did the Mount Rushmore question. What? Oh, nice. He See, says, Investigation Cone is a real fan. Yeah. So he says it looks like it might be the March 30th episode based on the fact that someone. Yeah. Look at this. Wow. You, you Twitter searched. Nice work. Nice work. Jeez. Okay. Well, I'll there you go. Thanks. Might bro. as well copy that and paste that down so you know Casmer can put it in the description, dude. I mean, his voice, his animations, just all of it say to me, "Well, this is again, not a doctor to go to." Well, he. I think in this game, he's like that's why everybody was really curious after seeing how they changed the design so drastically. That yeah. like he's even more decrepit and crazy. He's he was a dead never zombie, really clearly. He was not like that in the old game. I remember. He was never like that. So yeah. And this only happened within three weeks. Remember that, right? <laughs> From Exord till now, three weeks passed. Like, like, three and a half. The musculature is already rotted away. He's only skin and bone. Yeah. Anyway, all right, cool. Congratulations, everybody. Yep. Let's move on to the next one here. Who's going to be Will Fox? And on Twitter asks, if you were on the development team for Marvel vs. Capcom 3, what character would you replace for Mega Man X if you had to choose? So X is in the game. X is in the game. Well, you yep. got to kick out some character. Sure. I mean, it has to be a Capcom character because I'm not making a friggin' unbalanced character select screen. MBCI proved that that does not have to be balanced. Yeah, and in the in the question, I actually cut it down here. He actually did say it's okay if you kick out a Marvel character as well. Boom. I know, but I'm I can't do it. Like my OCD would not let me do that. Uh, I feel like it's very obvious to get rid of like Shenko or some low tier, like some character that I don't see. Oh, anyways. right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Like uh, for me, at least like being a Marvel three fan, like, yeah, I'll probably kick out Shenko because just because she's not, good. I don't <laughs> see her any, I don't see her anyways. Like right. she's so low tier that four people maybe had somewhat like mediocre success playing the character. So I wouldn't miss her very much. I'd I'd rather have a super dope Mega Man X. Right. Now I if mean, it's now if it's MVCI Mega Man X just being put in Marvel Three, that just let Shenko rock. It. Yeah, just let Shenko rock. Yeah. That character is sure. terribly boring. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, um, I'd probably get rid of characters that. Yeah, what I'm not interested in. I mean, this is just me in that universe, I guess. Now I get to control things. And what I would like to do is get rid of... Who's who's boring and uninteresting? There's just so many cool characters in this game. Like, there's no one boring and uninteresting. They're all you're looking, at the, they're you're all looking at the UMVC3, right? Yeah. I mean... The, the question sounded like it was specifically just regular MVC3. Oh, I, whatever. Yeah, Fooey, no okay, one plays that. Okay, 
Fine. I mean, I would probably remove maybe Jill because not a lot of people played Jill. Yeah, right? that's, that's reasonable. Nemesis would be another reasonable one. Yeah, now, you know what? Nemesis is a good pick. Even as somebody who played Nemesis in MVCI and thought he was pretty fun. He, he is... was cool in MVC. He was, that's I think he's cooler in MVCI than he 100% is. One hundred percent cooler in MVCI than in yeah. Marvel Three. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But everybody's cool in that game. Like nobody, even he, even the characters who I'm like, oh, another one of these. They actually look cool. They have cool voices. They have cool options. It's just a good yep. game. It's what are you gonna do? It's the best. It's a good it's one. It's the best. It's a good. It's one. ever come out ever. Yeah. Just admit it, David. Maybe I'd get rid of She Hulk. I played She-Hulk in original. Why would you get rid of She-Hulk? Because she's not good anymore. She just doesn't. She's not interesting or good. They even when, yeah, even when she was good, yeah. she wasn't interesting. She just they. I mean, I thought she was interesting at the start, but then as things went on, and pe- sort of people understood how to play against her, she became really boring. I think. Um, mm. But anyway, there you go. She-Hulk later. We're gonna Ooh, have an next question. One. Let's move on to the next one here. Got only a few more. This one is going to be from Investigation Cone on Twitter. What non-fighting games are you playing right now? And how are they going? What are you guys up to? What are you guys up to these days? I, I, I don't. I have been, well, in, until like literally three or four days ago, I've been so busy that the only free time I've had has been to eat dinner and maybe get like, an hour of video game in so i've been playing strive with that time i haven't really played anything else i just don't even play video games anymore i swear i mean the the thing is i would probably say teppen final fantasy record keeper are like the closest things i have i i actually really want to just sit down and just like play a whole bunch of games that i really want to play there's all these super interesting games that i want to play like uh, Olaf showed me a game called Baba Is You, and I really, really want to play that game. Very cool. Game. Really badly now. So, uh, I really wanted to try uh, that little garage game maker thing that Nintendo mm-hmm. put out recently. Uh, I have Final Fantasy VII Remake right here. You know, is that in uh, the wrapper? It's still in the wrapper, yeah. Uh It's still in the wrapper. I have the Resident Evil 2 remake. I haven't finished Resident Evil 7. I still don't own Resident Evil 8. Like, I just want to, like, beat all these games, dude. I still want to play Final Fantasy 15. I still haven't even played 15 yet, so... You're uh, pretty late on that one, bud. Yeah, it's been around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm playing The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, which... Came out the HD oh, version came out it. for oh, cool. Switch. Okay. Yeah, so I got it, and I'm having a lot of fun so far. I never played the original because I didn't want to do the motion controls. Well, I didn't have a Wii also, but even if I did, I used to. Can you imagine sitting there for the entire length of the game, flicking your wrists around? Absolutely not. Doesn't sound fun. Absolutely not. So I decided not to play it, uh, even if. That's I why had, I didn't play Metroid Prime Three. Same reason. 100%. I will tell, well, Metroid Prime was great. Okay, Metroid Prime worked great. And Prime I will 1 say, and 2 were great. I Prime, Prime 3, 1. I didn't want to aim with the with the Wiimote. It, it actually worked really well. Um, same thing with the Silent Hill Shattered Memories. It worked really well. That was another game where the motion controls worked. And I'll tell you this right now. Weirdly enough, 
one of my favorite motion control games was No More Heroes 1 and 2. Even though it wasn't swinging this with the sword, you were just playing it regular, but to kill everything and to finish them off, you would like attack, 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 attack. It was like the wall break mechanic. You would attack, attack, attack. Now they're about to die. So you had to finish them off with the swing on the Wemo. And while that sounded annoying, dude, it was so great. It was like, it sounds like, it sounds like, trust me, it sounds like it's a bad idea, but the way that it worked in No More Heroes was freaking genius, dude. It just, I, I, I I love Metroid. I love Metroid. And I refuse to play three because I didn't want to aim the whole time. No way. It's, it's, it's not fun for me. Like it's more annoying annoying. than it is fun. Also, like my hands didn't work at that time. Even now I don't think oh, that would be right good, but, yeah okay, um, okay but yeah i wouldn't i didn't did not want to and still would not do that i just if a game Adversely, comes out like that in the future not into it if it's vr vr is dope v i'm all about vr vr is super sick so i'm not completely against motion control it's just the way it was implemented on the wii was not fun for me i'm not yeah, gonna like just... stand up and play a video game swinging my hands and fists around or whatever vr wants me to do no so VR Sorry. makes me sick. So I can't do VR anyway. However, Beat Saber is awesome, even though you are standing up and swinging your arms around. But Beat, Beat Saber is a, a motion control thing I could get behind. Like ry- rhythm games, it makes sense to me. I can get behind yeah. it. I think it fits Beat for rhythm Saber, games too. But also, I don't want to play rhythm games. So it's those two things because, are not unrelated. <laughs> the nice thing about the Beat Saber, though, is that there is no walking. Right, so you don't have to worry about that right. crazy thing, but that game is pretty cool. I like Beat Saber. That's that's a good game. Anyway, I'm liking Skyward Sword a bunch. I'm not super far into it now. I think I'm on like the second dungeon, but it's fun. I like it a lot so far. You know, I never played Twilight Princess either. I just need to Twilight sit down Princess and do both of those. I think it's really underrated. I mean, that series is just none of them are bad. None of the mainline right. Legend of Zelda games are bad. I mean, now that that HD, I should just get the Zelda. I should get Twilight Princess HD. I should get Skyward Sword HD and go back to Zelda and chill, basically, like I used to do with Breath of the Wild, actually. Yeah. That would be really cool. There's a lot of stuff in Skyward Sword that's clearly precursor to Breath of the Wild, which is kind of interesting. They made two Zelda games for the Game Boys. So the deal was that they asked Capcom to make a bunch of games on the GameCube. That's where Beautiful Joe... Uh, Killer Seven, uh, Resident Evil Remake, Piano Three, Resident Evil Four, yeah, remade on there. So, oh, oh no, Resident Evil Four. Period. That's why they were exclusive on GameCube for the long time. And for Return, Capcom got to make Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons, and those two games are still some of the best Zelda games. Like they're so good. Yeah, those the are Capcom's good. Zelda games. Are super good too. Good. I liked all those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Tabby Nat on Twitter, which is the best, worst, and ugliest mirror match across all fighting games? Okay. I know I have an answer to this. My answer to this, sure. as far as the worst and ugliest, it's both. It's uh, Honda in Super Turbo. A matchup where just basically randomness comes into a play in a huge way. And a lot of people, a lot of times people say that, they're, they mean like guessing. I actually mean like randomness of like, where do the hands hit? Where do the hundred hands hit? <laughs> Like, it's just, it's, it really is like a huge impactor in how that matchup plays out. 
as far as like whether your hands are going to be did you do it with the right time to stop a headbutt maybe did you do it with the right time so that your hands beats the other person's hand like it's just real stupid it's honestly really stupid and then it also has the stupid mix-ups that many mirror matches have with a character that's just like really lopsidedly designed like he has lopsided matchups either he gets blown out or he blows somebody out for the most part so that kind of character is just gonna have weird mirror matches and he does and it's bad that's the worst one the best God. i would say i mean the best ones are the ones with characters who have lots of options so like best ryus are pretty good typically those yeah. are usually pretty good I was mirror just about matches. To say, best mirror match is always gonna be ryu versus ryu like that's always like the best mirror match because like, it, 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 whatever the character is in the game that just has like a lot of options like Ryu's just mm-hmm. typically have options sometimes like SF5 Ryu the last two seasons was not fun or good because he wasn't good but mm-hmm. when he does have options like Ken versus Ken is the same thing in Third Strike like you don't it's not Ryu versus Ryu in that game it's Ken versus Ken because he is the Ryu of that game <laughs> right? you know I mean? yeah. and, and in, in other games it's the same way there's like a mirror match that's going to be interesting um, but yeah there's a lot of cool ones out there and a lot of terrible ones. God, I'm trying to think. I know there's a mirror match. I feel like I had just been talking about how much I hated a mirror match recently. And I can't remember which one it is now. Huh. I'm going to be thinking well, about this one for a little bit. So I don't have a real opinion. I think all mirror matches are ugly and stupid. But also all of them are fantastic. I mean... Okay, here's one of the it's silliest not like ones. A, I'll go ahead, James. No, I was about to say, one of the silliest ones, I think, was Children of the Atom Cyclops, or it might have been X-Men Street Fighter. I, can't, I think it was Children of the Atom Cyclops. But if you actually shot Cyclops with the low optic blast, it was punishable by low optic blast on hit. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's, that, I mean, janky, terrible decisions aside, like... Right. <laughs> it's a bad decision. Ivan Ooze versus Ivan Ooze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Matthew Ooh. on Discord, as someone who recently had an aha, this is why fighting games are so fun moment, I'm curious if or when you first had that moment of getting a real sense of joy from fighting games. Doesn't have to be skill barrier related, but more just when you first felt like, holy cats, this stuff is super fun. When was that moment for you? Well, I've I've never felt holy cats about anything in my whole life. You really? You should try very, having emotions, buddy. Very clear about that. I mean, <laughs> holy shit, for sure. Holy cats, not in my bag. Um, but man, that happened for me when I was like seven, six or seven, when I first played Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah. I was just like, oh, this is the sickest shit ever. I hit a button and I punched my brother in the face. Like this is fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, it was it was very early on that I was like, fighting games are great, and I I never stopped playing them. I mean, I didn't play them competitively until right. two th- late, late, late two thousand eight. But my whole life, I had been buying fighting games to play with my brother and, and mm-hmm. our friends. Yeah, I think one of the things that's tough for me is my experience with fighting games was so gradual because you know I was there since the beginning, mm. so you know 
it was literally like, I just love playing against the computer and we played against the computer and found patterns to kill the computer. And I just tried to beat games in one credit with every character, you know, like it just went there and then eventually started probably actually, you know what? No, my answer to this question is going to be the first time I walked into Pico Rivera world's finest comics. Uh, because we thought we knew what we were doing. And Tomo and Tony showed up to our arcade, our local arcade in San Bernardino, and kicked all of our asses. And we were like, wow, we suck. And they and we were like, my God, you destroyed us. And they were like, you're actually some of the better people we've played. <laughs> and then we walked into World's Finest and we started watching. And yeah, like that moment there was when we just saw people doing things that we just didn't even think were going to be possible. Like we saw a Chun-Li go round one, fight, run up to Guile, do Stan Fierce. And you saw Sonic pow and he got punched in the face and the Sonic boom didn't come out. We were like... What the hell? We saw Ryu do the fireball to Guile and they traded and he backfist Ryu in the face and we were like, what the hell? And then Tomo was like, I'm going to beat this guy in tournament with only light kick. And he did. And we were like, what? And Tomo uppercutted every Chun-Li crouching roundhouse. If she never crouching roundhouse, he wouldn't uppercut. Only when she did it, he uppercutted it 100% of the time. And we were just like, this is like wow, we are terrible and we have so much to learn about fighting games. That's probably my my most, uh, like, this is crazy moment, honestly. San Bernardino Arcade was called Laser Blast, uh, DJ Blues. It was called Laser Blast uh, in, in San Bernardino. Uh, if you know about that one, I mean, whew, that'd be crazy. <laughs> it was literally in the middle of nowhere, so... Well, I don't David? have a specific memory. Um, I think I instead have kind of a feeling that it kind of is the same as Tobleware. I was really young. Uh, it was as Street Fighter Two was coming off for Super Nintendo, and we had a subscription to Nintendo Power, like you did. And I just remember being super excited about it. And, and honestly, I don't even know what it was that made me so excited about the game I played it occasionally in arcades, but I didn't really have access to arcades very regularly. It was really rare that I got to. It's basically like my mom wanted to go to the mall or whatever, and and that was rare that she would take yeah. us to the mall. So um, what was it about them? I don't know. Now, thinking back as an older person, thinking about like what I probably felt, I can like come up with ideas, I think. But I, I don't have a, me- a specific memory where I was like, these are so cool. I previously I was like, eh, these are okay, and now I'm like, wow. I I don't know that I had that. And and same thing at later on when I was like deciding to take them more seriously and play competitively. I mean, I I was at an arcade in college that was really strong and had a lot of good players, and I lost a lot, and that was why I continued to play because I was like upset that I lost. I wanted to get good, you know, the classic story. But even in in that case, I don't think there's a moment where I was like, oh. wow you can actually play this game strategically because i already (laughs) thought that you know i just wasn't good at it but like i recognized that that existed so i don't know i don't think i have a specific memory for you but it does it does come from pretty early on to me all right last one dead eye dave on discord asks what was your favorite tournament set as a player uh I don't know. I've had a lot of them. 
to be honest, that have been good. Uh, Coach Steve and I played, and we're really good pals. We had never played in tournament before. Uh, we played MBCI in tournament at Combo Breaker. Uh, he beat me 3-2. So it was a super close set. Um, maybe when I popped off on Valle at UFGT 7? 8? 7. I think it had to have been 7. Whenever we were playing Vanilla Marvel 3. And uh, we were playing 2 out of 3 Vanilla Marvel. And I'm pretty sure I beat him 2-0. And uh, I popped off. Maybe that's my favorite. That was a long... That was like 10-something years ago now. It was a long time ago. But yeah. Um, I think I have two answers here. One answer is uh, before... And then another answer is after. Uh, the before one, before my like, bones fell apart, was when I just... Again, maybe just a general feeling of like being one of the best players in SoCal and winning a bunch of the locals that we had here. I won local in... I won locals, I guess, uh, at several of the local arcades, and that was just really exciting for me. Um, I think I think maybe the moment where I was like, oh, did I, I got good? Was... Um, <laughs> There was a team tournament for, uh, I think it was called California Regionals that year, not SoCal Regionals and not NorCal Regionals. I think they were like combined or something that year. And anyway, that was taking place really close to where I lived. And um, Alex Vaya and Combofine asked me to be on their team for the team tournament. And I was like, you guys are asking me to do that? (laughs) Like, what? Uh, Which was pretty cool. I think that was was a moment where- But did you win? uh, We got third is my memory of it. And I think I think what beat us in the end was a team that was um, had Sagats on it or something because it was vanilla Street Fighter Four, and I was playing Zangief. Uh, in when I was when I played in singles tournaments, I always had Dalsum as a backup to deal with that matchup. But you know it was a locked character team tournament, so we just had to deal with whatever we brought, and we got we lost. Right. So um, and then the other one was my first tournament back from after almost 10 years of not playing in tournaments and and i didn't win i didn't like win the tournament or whatever but just just sitting down and having you know my little split box on my lap there and having a person sitting next to me and like we're actually playing in tournament uh and and feeling like i like could be there like not feeling like oh why am i here i don't deserve to be here i'm terrible like not having those feelings but feeling instead like oh i can play this video game let's do it sure was just huge just that that's probably my number one favorite to be honest even though that again that was not like a big victory or whatever it's just that feeling was really important james i don't know like there's obviously matches that you know i won tournaments on and those kind of stand out a lot in in ways but i don't know if those are like you know uh, favorite tournament set that I've ever played as a player. I'm trying to think because I know I've had some like super good sets with people and I just can't think of any right now. But uh, again, it's just there's just too much. There's just too many at this point. That's pretty cool though uh, that there's a lot. Yeah. yeah. There's just so many. So many. And I, I can't You know, Give I mean, like one. I said, there was one. Yeah, it, can be, it can be at random. It doesn't need to be that. There was best. the one time, you know, I won the 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 Southern Hills Golfland tournament, 
uh, the E3 Southern Hills Golf Land Tournament in CVS 2 that everybody showed up. It was always one of the biggest ones because everybody would be in from out of town. And the main reason why I won it was because Alex Vi left early to go clubbing. <laughs> he, 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 he played Duck Doe. Duck was really good at the game, but I could usually beat Duck uh, because we just turtle. I mean, I always joked I wanted to put up a video of me versus Duck and it would be a JPEG. Because, like, we both used characters that couldn't attack the other person without dying, basically. And uh, Vi played Duck, and he lost to Duck because he wanted to leave and go clubbing, basically. And so uh, then I fought Duck. I beat him, and then I got into Grand Finals. That was the Grand Finals that I fought Tragic in, and I managed to win. And, like, that was, like, probably one of my biggest wins. Yeah, hold Uh, that, Trag. Jay Chen, twenty a, years later, says, "Hold that L. Hold that." Yeah, I won. I won an Alpha Three tournament where I beat Jason Cole in Grand Finals, and I beat Edma earlier in the tournament as well at UCLA. Yeah, I did both of those things too. <laughs> Got him. Um, uh, I did it too. I did those things. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, God, like. There's just there's just too many, All dude. Right, like, James, so, your brain's your brain's falling apart. Yeah, yeah. I can't focus. Right it's all now, it's all so. good. I don't blame you. You've been up for a long time. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Well, I guess that's it. That's the last of the mailbags. Thanks for uh, asking all the questions. A lot of fun stuff. Yay! I'm we no, did it, and I was the one. It. What did the you organizing did it. of it? Yay! That's thanks to James I'm, I'm again really for putting the stream stuff together. It's really easy to use and fun. Dude, I'm actually really happy that it worked out so nicely. Doesn't look any different. If we didn't tell anybody, I don't think they would have known. Yeah, you it's know? cool. So it's super. I'm cool. really happy about that. So yeah. All Yay. right. Uh, although, do you have the bird? Can you no, play the bird? For I don't people? think I have the bird. Unless tweet, you tweet. Uh, unless tweet, you gave tweet. the bird to me. Tweet 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 tweet. So tweet. if I do this, can oh, you? Oh, I got it! I got it! I got it! Oh, you got it! Okay, there you go. Yeah, right. I can't burn him. All right, wait, I can't. It wasn't supposed to go yet. All right, cool. All right, now, yeah, but yes, I do. In conclusion, have the okay, bird. I'm go. about to burn him later. Burn him. Burn him.